0: Sorry. Start. Window. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't want anyone to see us sitting here talking like weirdos. Actually, I'm doing it for the
0: lighting.
1: Yeah, but that's the reason I care. <laughs> I say it sarcastically, but I get weirded the fuck yeah. out when people witness me doing this shit because they're like trying to explain it is too weird.
0: Trust me, I've I've dealt with it twice now. One with when I got my uh, washer and dryer installed, and another time when a guy delivered pizza to me. Cause I had the window open. He saw me as he was walking up to deliver pizza. And that was awkward. He's like, Oh, you can make music? I was like, No. No. Like, only music with my soul. <laughs> I was like, I can sing music poorly if you want me to into a microphone that's way too high quality for that shit. In an offensive <laughs> voice. <laughs> wake me up. Wake me up. And I can't wake up. Wake me up and save me. <laughs>
1: we're never gonna forget that song for our entire life you know that right the goofy one like not even that or just, just that just, song just that song period
0: i mean yeah. like it's just
1: the trap of realizing that our generation's two most memorable songs ever created are uh all-star and bring me to life <laughs> those are the songs of our people
0: of our people, say of our people. Oh, yeah those are the songs of millennials <laughs> i this this i'm mad at these mad at these And welcome to the podcast where we're mad at these
1: Yeah, uh, skip an hour If you don't want to get Ready Player One spoilers Probably
0: Oh, okay, I guess we're going to do Ready Player One spoilers So Keith's holding the Ready Player One book, for those of you who are Unaware, he is holding it right now He owns a copy I do, I got it for free from Lootbox You know that thing that's basically just this book So like, I Mm. Just a nostalgia grab
1: so, like four months ago or something, when I was doing my Zelda series, the Breath Which of the one? Wild one. Okay. I was
0: going to say, you have to be yeah. specific.
1: You have. So, I, f- I kept hearing about Ready Player One for years, and I broke into like, the audiobook, and I was like, let's just do this, because I, I had some downtime where I, I was doing the one part of all of my Breath of the Wild series that could be called grinding, basically. Okay. And I was like, sure, let's listen to Ready Player One. And I had the best possible first impression you could get. Which is that he was talking about this dystopian future where previous generations fucked up the entire world, and it's up to us to try to rebuild it, but no one's doing that because they're distracted by all their media and all this other shit's going on. And I was doing the Tarrytown quest in Zelda, yeah, and I had no wood. And I had to get like a hundred wood or whatever the fuck they yeah. have. And right below Terrytown, where it will be one day, is a giant forest. Mm-hmm. And so I set upon a goal, I set upon a goal with my big old axe I had to uh just deforest it. The like from thing? one side to the other. I was just deforesting
0: it. That was necessary. It.
1: Just that little area that's like by the river and everything. It's like a little circular forest. Oh yeah, grove. I guess it wasn't much. I was just trying to deforest the entire place. Found out you can't do that ultimately. If you want, by the time you're getting to the opposite end of it, the backside is respawning yeah. apparently. Yeah. But uh that's what I was doing to get all the wood for the t- entire Terry Down qu- town quest chain basically. Yeah, it needs well, a lot. And I was doing that while listening to Will Wheaton read the first chapter of Ready Player 1. Oh boy. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Who was also in Ready Player 1 as a character. So that's something. Who's he playing? A joke of himself. He plays the guy who runs the Oasis. He's oh the governor. come
0: on! Will Wheaton's oh. the governor of
1: the Oasis in Oasis. He's never a character. I don't think he says anything or is ever on camera in the book. But he's he, yeah, he's like the leader of the Oasis, not the creator, not just, the company yeah, that runs it, the but guy the current like the... governor, basically the elected person. That's like I don't even know what that does in the video game. Are you like a PR official? No, you just, just have game? mod mod rules. Yeah, he's the ad, he's like an admin. He's just an admin. Yeah, a but, voted admin. Yeah. <laughs> He, which uh, he, at that point, how old is he? Sixty? <laughs> how old is he in this future? If he's Will Wheaton, uh, and the first chapter is good. Okay, the first chapter is good. Talking about the state of the world is interesting. Talking about the life the main character leads and why they escaped the oasis to go uh, not integrate with their real life and how bad that is and like how he deals with that stuff is really like that's a good chapter. Okay, and there's like three total good chapters in the entire book period uh there's that one uh there's the one about his after he like starts making money he has like a he has like the ultra hermit apartment where he will never leave there's like reinforced doors and everything's like steel reinforced walls and like it's a super mega cage but also he's like he's gone into this weird level of like conditioning himself to become a superhuman where he's like training himself and if he doesn't meet his quotas for training he'll get locked out of the oasis because there's like a a a fitness lock and all that stuff oh it's like like physically
0: he's trying to get himself Oh, he's he's
1: talking about his absurd like mega apartment that is that suits all of his needs which are these which are all these warped uh desires because all he wants is just to be on the oasis all the time and that's it so it's like that that whole chapter is just porn for you if you get to that chapter
0: you might as well just skip to it uh Oh, yeah, preferences. I have, I've never read the no. Party Player One. I have no idea anything beyond, like, what people keep talking about since it started becoming a movie now. no, nope. I have no concept. All I know is that it's just, uh, what was the word that someone said? It was, uh... It's lists of things you've heard of. No, it's, uh... <laughs> there was this, a quote that someone said, not from the back but, <laughs> I'm like, should I start looking no, at them? No, not them. Uh... <laughs> It was, oh, it was it's the it's the the equivalent of Black Panther for gamers. Oh, the article that was posted this yeah. morning. that's
1: why I've been thinking about it today yeah that
0: that that, uh, that, that idiot that article, which uh, I thought was top tier. there's a very top tier article titling right there where I was like, I don't think you understand how anything works, and I think you're also uh, downplaying a very yeah. important thing
1: <laughs> like, to step back from the book itself and just to like this the arc I was talking about of like my relationship with this book is like i i listened to the first chapter we'll do the Entary town thing and there was like a mechanical parallel between what i was doing in the game and what i was listening to and the thing and Which it's like uh, like um, world being destroyed this is like like this is like what walking simulators do this is like this is working yeah uh but then from then on it became my walking simulator because i was uh uh <laughs> i would listen to the rest of the book while going on walks and so okay. it's just a thing to do i was keeping busy and so like i have a relationship with many books but especially audiobooks where I end up with a I end up with an almost like across the board response of it was fine every single time. Is that because they're audiobooks or? Like it's because I'm doing something, I'm keeping busy, it's serving its purpose like a podcast of just keeping me occupied for a bit. And then I'm, and usually my immediate response when it's over is like, oh, it was fine. And then the real test with books, especially audiobooks in particular, is how I process it over time. Because
0: oh, uh, when you think about it later. When I
1: think about it later. What yeah. do I think about, and what is there to think about, and stuff like that. Okay. And that's when Ready Player One became a problem. Oh, <laughs> Like, right. that's when Ready Player One uh, started to really fall apart. And the problem is that it's, it, like, I didn't know about the movie when I read the book. I Okay. So I was just like, yeah people keep mentioning it, let's just get this over with, and let's just do this. But now the movie's happening, and people won't stop talking about Ready Player One. And now I just keep getting reminded of it, which makes me think about it again. And I try to like analyze like, and it gets worse. I try to I try <laughs> to extract any good from it. Yeah, and it's like the you know it's like squeezing blood from a stone like that. Like it's there's there's it's just
0: there's it's just there's not, nothing to get out of it.
1: Like it's yeah. the it's mostly just those two chapters. There's another one where he's like infiltrating an evil corporation in the, in a setting. You'll notice that all the best parts of the book. Take place in the real world and not and aren't anything related to any of the stuff you've heard about what this thing is about. Which is the and they're also like each of them is like a chapter total. Of oh,
0: good! The book. I'm glad we can like, solve those uh, this, real world problems this so is, quickly because
1: this takes place in the Oasis and that's not, that's where all the bad is and the plot is bad and the characters are bad and the premise is bad and the message is bad and the ending is bad. And... The message is bad. Oh, it has a terrible message. It, it doesn't. It also contradicts its own message more or less. It's, what, it's, what is the message it's am, here? It's amazing.
0: What are, we, what are we supposed to walk away from with Ready Player One? Uh, so you're supposed
1: to think that ultimately uh, distracting yourself from all the problems of the world and consu- surrounding yourself with nostalgia and media and escaping to a virtual world is supposed to like be a bad thing and that's why the world was bad or something. Yeah. But at the same time, completely dousing himself in nostalgia and media and the Oasis, and just doing all the most destructive possible things he could ever do, leads to him uh, getting a girlfriend, meeting his friend in real life, getting untold quantities of money, becoming incredibly rich, and just generally just improving himself in every single possible way, and basically setting himself up, up for life. So, you can't just say the message is the opposite at the end, when the character's benefit is, yeah, that was great. Yeah. It's like as if you watched uh, Requiem for a Dream, and at the end, everything worked out perfectly. And everyone's a millionaire now. (laughs) Instead of everyone being fucked because it's a movie about drugs destroying people's lives. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the you can't make the story. You I was can't, actually going to mention that where it's like you're talking about. Yeah. Like the it you is like you can't just make up a message at the end
0: that contradicts the entire book and claim that it fixed it. Like I think it was. I think it's like that sounds almost like a backpedaling where he didn't yeah. want to. He didn't want to like get into a situation where he basically lambasted or yeah, like lambasted people for having nostalgia and wanting to relive the 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 bat you know, the It past. is so
1: arbitrarily his nostalgia and interests too. Oh yeah, like it's supposed to be this '80s thing, but also like there's a whole Serenity galaxy, like Firefly. What
0: the fuck? No, that's like not...
1: they just—it's like eh, yeah, but also Firefly because I like it. It's like interesting how you're gonna use Serenity, but there's not like a Twilight planet because that was a lot more popular than uh, Firefly ever was. Uh, but that's you're, not gonna, true. you're gonna tell me fucking Firefly is it gets Do a you... whole fucking sector in this Do you distant know... future?
0: Do you know how many? I've seen online to bring back Firefly to the air way more than Twilight it's pretend
1: popular like Beyond Good and Evil and Psychonauts
0: yeah oh there's
1: actually no demand in the market for them to have sequels and remakes but we pretend that they are because some people really like them
0: which is fine yeah but let's not pretend that they're ultra mega popular things let's let's not lie to ourselves Psychonauts 2 will not sell as much as (laughs) it has cost to make it I might play it but I'm just like I yeah, like... The, but no one's the, asking. No the, one's, the, like... The, no one is literally... There's not, like, this huge market demand for this thing. I also unless... I
1: also noticed a really creepy thing that I noticed in... I usually should notice in Japanese media. And specifically, like... In Ready Player One? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, specifically, we've, we've talked about this before regarding uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Oh, yeah. The one where there's there's a few guys, but a bunch of girls in the party. And the main character, every girl is just, like, in love with the main character for no particular reason. But all of the guys have to either be like delegitimized in some way or distance cuz they can't be sexual like competitors. Yeah, so cuz every cuz the main character has to be the vector of sex for all the girls, like that's just how the story works. I mean, it's real and life all, and all the dudes have to either not express any interest or he, they they have to be like off-putting in some way or like like because like in because we talked about like in that one like there was the uh there was the there was the blue-haired there's the there's the usual like blue-haired glasses character that can't interface with humans correctly so God, they don't okay. matter yeah there's the best friend that just doesn't ever express any interest and then we both know about barry the nightmare american weebo guy that's like two, yeah. like 2d over 3d and all this other shit and it's like oh wow so he's like impossible so obviously you completely characterless featureless blank slate protagonist must be the fuck boy. Uh, so uh, ah, this... Ah. Spoilers for the Player One again. This this thing does that. Which is that there's yeah. there's three characters total. So it's not like there's a harem of women or anything. Oh, well that's but nice. But of course the girl totally falls for the guy. And of course the one other guy in the story, the the best friend character, uh, has to be de- 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 legitimized as being a sexual competitor. So they turn out to be a woman that was just playing a male avatar online.
0: Does that mate
1: so well, that so so then you don't have to deal with like oh no who's well, gonna, we like, don't know maybe the, gonna g- like the girl maybe the main girl is a
0: lesbian <laughs> maybe she was like <laughs> maybe she was like plot twist yeah wouldn't that be interesting if she was like well uh, maybe you're a girl playing as a guy and the guy's like I am and it's like oh well this is perfect and the main character's like oh
1: which brings me to some of the stuff because we we saw that first of we saw the article this morning that was posted yeah. about is Ready Player One the Black Panther for gamers and it's like. Boy, oh boy, are those not comparable things? I know that the gamers love to talk about themselves as being like downtrodden and like totally discriminated against, and wow, we need to yeah. we need gamer pride. Let's unify against any group that ever threatens games, which has usually basically never been a person that ever done, which is basically
0: like republicans,
1: yeah, and now it's Republicans <laughs> at the moment, basically, but uh in the- generally, the people that supposedly threaten games just didn't actually <laughs> like we got to wow. stop the women you from mean those, existing like all those something. other
0: people who threaten like movies and books that <laughs> nothing, ha- it, nothing happened, happened of it
1: and usually like movies specifically
0: which is like the one that people have been arguing for forever
1: or like freaking threats against gamers are so nonsensical that half the time it's actually a marketing gimmick made by a game company like the Dead Space like your mama doesn't want you to play Dead Space uh, I'm uh, appealing to your edge lord bullshit oh wait I'm sorry that was Dante's Inferno whenever
0: whenever EA makes a game yeah those
1: (laughs) are both EA EA marketing (laughs) things trying to manipulate gamers for how they feel like they're like they feel like they're being naughty by playing video games one of the most popular forms of media in the entire world what a, Wow, you're a real you're such a such a nerd you got to hide your interests because you like iron man what <laughs> has that changed <laughs> like a
0: lot well i uh, mean i don't know i think that's one of i i feel like that's a um it, it only it only happens because people convince themselves that it's true like where people convince themselves like yeah i am a persecuted group of people nobody likes gamers it's like I don't, do you even go outside and talk to people? Because if you don't, you can't really argue You really here. can
1: just talk about, you can just talk to random people about video games now. And it, it generally works unless they're 50. Yeah,
0: I mean, you could even talk <laughs> to. If they're literally to
1: your to... parents, they might not know what you're talking about. But they're mm-hmm. dying. <laughs> it's true. Like, <laughs> like, it's like when I talked about the millennial stuff before. It's like millennials are the majority of the human population. Yeah. It's like, because all the, because all people die. And yeah. new people are born and are probably still alive. <laughs> That's, how it, That's the... how it works. That's how it works. If the, if the schools haven't so like, gotten them yet. it's like let's not liken uh like black people trying to get representation in like a like a big blockbuster movie to gamers
0: which i uh, i will okay so here's the thing i will give them that nerd characters are not well represented in movies and they still aren't they still are not because this guy is a fat slob piece of shit garbage pail no, he's not.
1: And in the movie, the movie he's, he's a, a, a fucking punk. model, but yeah. they put glasses on him. So that means he's a nerd now. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: it's like the Ghostbusters thing where they put the glasses on the secretary guy. It's like, yeah, he's like goofy and silly, but he's still incredibly hot. And it's like what? They're
1: they're doing the thing. But, but then
0: when you look at the whole thing, they're old doing the thing where
1: like the there's the ugly girl. Yeah. In every piece of like call, like shitty 90s college media, there's the ugly girl yeah. that like changes their hair they they bring their hair down and take their glasses off and they're hot now it's like because they they always looked like that yeah. they just were wearing glasses that's not how it works i we, mean we could tell we have eyes you weren't tricking us
0: anime does that in two forms anime does it where the girls will wear like those stupid giant <laughs> glasses that have swirls on them And, like, you're like, oh, I don't, she just looks like a weirdo. But then she takes them off, you're like, Gaspius, her eyes make her suddenly beautiful. Sparkles. But, but like, then the other one is where girls will have, like, in anime, they'll have their hair mostly covering their face. Like, to a point where it's like, you can't even function as a human. How do you do this? But then, like, on accident, they'll, like, a gust of wind will kick up their hair. And people are like, Gasp, you are beautiful. And it's like, you could have just, like, looked you could have just looked under her hair yeah. and would have noticed this problem. Like it's not—it's not as if you have to remove the hair to
1: see the beauty. You can like, just as far as progress goes, it's like Black Panther. It's—it's—it's it's, it's easy to make fun of the fact like it's not—it's clearly not the first superhero movie that's—that's that's a black guy. Like not even close. No, but it's the biggest amount of money that's ever been in Exhausting. the hands of a black director ever. For example, like yeah. there's there's cool pieces of progress all over the place, and it's the it whole is thing interesting a, to yeah. talk about if you don't make like overblow it necessarily but there's wow our first ever nerd director it's like fucking all the directors are fucking nerds all the time steven spielberg probably not really in that fucking list honestly steven spielberg oh wow breaking new ground steven spielberg spielberg is directing and then that's like it's another book and it's like wow good thing we got our first ever video game movie like we have so many video games movies and we had we had a 3d animated movie full of video game cameos a few years ago I don't remember Wreck It Ralph. Do you? <laughs> it's not even old yet. <laughs> like, do you remember? Also, remember seeing Chun Li in that movie? Also, now you can see Chun Li in this movie. And neither of them are Chun Li. They're just a fucking avatar in the background with no personality that doesn't do
0: anything. And it's, you know a it's a toy. It's an amiibo. You know what's coming out soon? Wreck It Ralph Two. Oh, we're getting more of the same gamer movie. That's interesting. I wonder if there will be new stuff. Oh wait, no, Wreck It Ralph Two has all the. Kids but so. also
1: disney pixar movies actually have a story and personality and a message to go along with and they're doing that and then all the shit's set dressing and this doesn't
0: do, do, <laughs> you, do you realize like I, I i didn't think about it sorry to de- de- derail i just I did that directly the microphone yeah. i should not do that no i <laughs> didn't think about it but when i after i got done watching the trailer for wreck it ralph 2 it took me a second i was like wait this is just a disney version of the emoji movie but better way better but that's like
1: it that's all it is the emoji movie didn't the emoji Mo- movie like it was like somebody who didn't speak the same language as disney movies and like just saw it in different yeah. language and they sort of grasped the vague emotional arc that movies are supposed to have and just kind of like blindly flailed at it for a bit yeah well actors. no i'm not saying it's yeah i'm
0: not saying um, but i'm saying it's the same concept where it's like hey two characters are just stuck in like cell phones and the internet and it's like What does that mean? Well, they're going to do stuff, and it's going to interfere with how a program runs somehow. Mm. And it's like that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, this will be better, I guess, than an Emoji movie, thankfully. But also really confusing as to the fact that this happened twice now. (laughs) And what's gross is like...
1: uh, Like, in in this comparison, like, a black director getting tons of money to make a movie... Is like a
0: legit, like that's actually happening. That's that's thing happening. Just like Peele winning an Oscar. But like the the those those are those are like progress. Those are things that don't happen, and we go, "Hey, you should do that more. Good job." But like this is like a commercial. Yeah, it's like, like
1: in the book at least. Like we're talking about the movie at this case. Technically, Black Panther is a commercial too. Well, I know. I mean, like I, I mean, like in the book itself. Like, but I get what he you're was saying. writing down his nostalgic shit. That's all personal to him, and he's obsessing yeah. over it. Like that's why Firefly's in there for no reason and shit like that. Yeah, even though it contradicts any sort of scope that the game that there was kind of in there. But we 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 looked at stills of the movie, and it's like here's Tracer and Sans and T- Tomb Raider. But the it's the reboot version because it's the one that Square Enix Square Enix wants to present. Yeah, and it's like there was just a fucking like AdSense bidding war of which CG characters do you want to have inserted in here, and whoever pays the most gets center frame during he- the cuts. So it's going to be center frame on Tracer, because Activision Blizzard has a lot of money.
0: Are you saying that Ray Player One is just Food Wars 2? It's
1: a fucking commercial. It's just a giant fucking auction house. It's like watching an Adam Sandler movie, where it's like the whole middle part's going to take place on a cruise liner, because they... Got sponsored by that cruise liner, and let's make sure that all these Cokes are facing the screen and stuff like that. Mention, would say. you like to buy a Sony laptop? It's funny how only Sony laptops exist in this entire universe. <laughs> like, that, everything on the screen is going to be whoever won a bid war to get their character in the thing, because it's a, it's a full feature-length commercial. There be and a- it's a feature-length commercial that's just masking National Treasure 3 without Nicolas Cage.
0: Because that's what the story national is. Treasure. It's Good. National Treasure. It's Da Vinci Code. They're just... Oh, right. You're telling me... Yeah, it's like, like they break, That's what the story of this yeah, book is. They break down like some kind of mystery or like puzzle that was left behind by the creator to get figured out or whatever. Yeah. Do, should we yeah. get into the premise of this book? I, like the actual premise? I mean, go. Go for it.
1: Some douchey Steve Jobs type dude dies... But he left a death message, this pre-recorded video that's like, I've created my it's just you know like it's like the it's like zero from Zero Escape. Like he's just like, yeah. here's my master plan. I set it all up, and now you have to play and all that shit. And uh, and uh, <laughs> it's just a really obnoxious treasure hunt of Easter eggs, okay. full of riddles, and that's it. And I'm assuming all the riddles are based off nostalgia. So you have to get three keys. Oh, it's a two-step process for each one. First, you have to solve the riddle about the key. The first riddle was in the actual message itself, so it's, everyone knows it. And no one solved it for, like, 15 years, is the setup of the thing. For
0: 15 yeah. years?
1: You know what that makes it? It's not a good riddle.
0: <laughs> like, in comparison...
1: It's, like, worse than like, Monte Crypto. Yeah, I was going to say, Monte you're, yeah, you're Crypto's been
0: out for, like, less than a year,
1: and people Dude, are this, getting real close to that. This is a year of, like, Ready Player One parallels, because the movie's coming out, but there's also, there's Monte Crypto, and there's VRChat. Oh, yeah, VRChat is, is, like... This is VRChat. Basically. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, you, you, sp- you solve the first riddle to figure out where the key is. Then, when you get to the key, there's some kind of challenge involved, generally. Okay. You beat the challenge to get the key... Then you take it to the actual lock, which you also find via whatever riddle you get in the process of getting the key. Okay. And when you unlock that, there's another challenge. And then you win one of the three trophies, goblets. I don't know. There's like a bronze, silver, and gold. Like, there's three there's three keys and three rewards or whatever you got. I don't know okay. what the actual item was. It doesn't matter. And uh, the entire... So that means the entire plot of the movie is some guy saying a weird riddle and then sitting there for like two chapters, not knowing what it is. And then another, then they, then there's the epiphany where the author pretends to solve the riddle that he knew the answer to. Cause he wrote it. <laughs> and it's like, and that's it usually like, yeah. and then he goes to and does a challenge. And that's, and like, that happens. Like, like, first of all, there's already a problem, which is that the riddle is just based on all of the entire concept of like eighties media Basically, yeah, I was going to say it's just So nostalgia will right? just be some obscure factoid about like a sitcom or something. So Google doesn't that's exist like the, in this that's world. Like, that's like the answer to the riddle is like just something boring like that. Whereas like 15 well, years, you're telling me 15 years. So yeah. it's like it's incompetent. It's an incompetent like mystery. Okay, and this is a reoccurring question because people get mad at us for like calling 999 a bad mystery and stuff like that. But this is a much worse mystery. Because it sounds and it people, sounds almost implausible. And like just read a fucking Sherlock Holmes book, man. Like like if you want to know what a mystery is, they've been making them forever. That's the entire premise of procedural shows. If you want is to- that, like a, a competent mystery is so easy to write that they make 20 season shows that then get three spinoffs that also go
0: for 20 seasons because of how easy it is. You want to know a secret guys? There are almost 900 episodes of Detective Conan. You can go watch... Is that, is that a legit mystery show, or you is can, it pretending you can, to be one? You can literally watch any episode, and it is a self-contained mystery. And it, you know how it goes. Like, there's... It's not just... And they're not the same mysteries, not, either. You
1: don't just start the episode with a, with a question, then nothing really happens, and then it's answered at the end? Yeah. Yeah there's like a series of different pieces of information that come up and some of them lead to nothing and some of them are like oh this is it this is adding oh that might be something and oh is that something or no that's actually pointing at the wrong dude or then the final thing like the final thing comes in and like that one thing isn't single-handedly the answer it's that crossed with like six things are like everything falls into place to make a picture and then you have an answer and like oh shit
0: it's like that's how it goes
1: yeah with like uh but this book legitimately on a regular basis is him just realizing something of course and that's how he solves the mystery
0: yeah like case closed does the they do a very stereotypical thing which is hey here are three people who we think might be the bad guy Mm -hmm. and it's like you as you're going through you're like things will you'll find clues and the clues will direct you to one of those three people and usually the clues make a lot more sense for one particular person than it does Mm -hmm. like someone else but then there's like one little piece it's like Oh, you didn't like the clues are often leaning towards a particular thing, but then the last thing like breaks it. Well, no, it's usually it's well the last thing well like all the clues lead up to something, but the last clue that comes out. Is usually like then when you look at a puzzle all completed you're like, "Wait a second, it wasn't that guy all along. It was you." And it's yeah, like, it's part, oh, okay. it's part of
1: the fun of doing the early part of 999. It was when we kept trying to question who Zero might be throughout. It, yeah. There was so many little pieces and details that like might kind of point at different people and that was yeah. like, that's when we were having peak fun.
0: Yeah. it was, it like, was peak fun because the answers were too dumb unfortunately and yeah, that was but, infuriating. But I hate those kind of mysteries where but, it's just the it's the person just going like, "Man, this is really tough." Or wait, is it? And then they, like, figure it out, and you're like, how did you, can I come to that conclusion, too? I didn't come to that conclusion.
1: Here's another issue, is that, so that's the mystery part. Then you get to each of the the keys slash keyholes, and each one's a challenge. Okay. And the challenges are also boring. Like, stick your finger in the hole and see when it unlocks? Just, Here's an interesting challenge. Here's some, here's a bit of... Fun you that, everyone, me- that everyone loves. I'll even do. all even shower it in nostalgia because that makes people like stuff more. Oh, uh, remember that time that Bilbo met Gollum, and they had to outsmart each other in a riddle game. Yeah, a, a challenge, especially one that translates well to a book. Cause it's a, they're doing, oh. they're doing riddles at each other yeah. and like they got uh, uh, smart at each other. And what's he gonna do? And it wasn't his riddle, the ring was the answer and stuff like yeah. that. he stole it already. Like what's in my pocket? It's like, that's cheating and all that stuff. Like it's yeah. great. Yeah. It's it's a fun chapter. Everyone fucking remembers it cause it's one, the, it's a fantastic scene in a fantasy book that everyone likes. Uh, in this one, it's like, he's playing Joust against an AI and so like he like so guess what well, guess what guess how the video game challenges work in this game. At first he thinks he's going to lose, but then he finds a little strategy that seems to kind of be working and then he wins. Every time, but because the Joust it's like a written let's play of Joust <laughs> which is literally it, And it's okay. not even really detailed. It's just like oh no, I'm losing. He's kind of hard. For, but if you do this, the AI kind of can't compensate for that. And then he abuses a twin.
0: <laughs> For those of you unaware, uh, because you may be either too young or just didn't give a shit about fucking garbage old Atari games, Joust is a game where you literally are on a giant ostrich mm-hmm. that can fly, and your goal is to. Knock the other guy off? The other No, your goal is to step on the head of another person. Yeah. Or basically, your Joust needs to hit, you need to, to hit the other person. you hit each other
1: while being slightly higher. Yes.
0: That's is Joust. It, you,
1: you, it's basically, it's like Flappy Bird. And that you're moving, except you with a joystick. So you can move, you move left and right, but you're tapping a thing to like go. Eh, flip. Eh, eh, yeah, eh, and eh. then you can you can and soar. you just want to
0: collide with other people while being slightly higher, and yes. you win the joust. Yeah, and that's the whole game. That's joust. So for those of you wondering, like when it so, hard AI you want to doesn't a text version of a let's play of joust chapter something is here for you. Also, there's no such thing as a hard mode in Joust cuz Joust is just Joust and the AI was just built the way it was. But to... that's that
1: we haven't we haven't hit peak masturbatory nostalgia yet. Is does it get more? There's worse. Oh. Cuz one of the challenges song is apparently in this future there is a video game equivalent of like you know those uh, old video games like on like on the like like full motion video ones where you had to do quick time events to live basically. Yes, like Night Trap. Yeah, well now not Night Trap, more like Dragon There's too many dragon games, so I can't tell what any of them are called anymore. The Dragon the Don Bluth Dragon game. Oh the night uh, where you're a knight um, and you're just pressing the right button at the right time the whole Dragons game. Dragon's keep. Dragon's or Dragon's Lair. Dragon's layer, yeah. Dragon's right. layer. Yeah, like that. Or like I played some full motion video on like this fucking Sega C D as a kid where like some old guy. There's some middle-aged guy, and he's like, oh, no, I'm on a skateboard now. How do I dodge traffic? And, like, there's a, some weird, nonsensical sequence what? of events.
0: Grandpa, get off the skateboard! There's
1: a lot of him falling over if he press the wrong thing. And, like, no, you didn't do it right. I don't remember what the premise was exactly. It's like that, except you're in, in full VR, and you're acting it out in person, and you're acting out scenes of old movies and television shows. And this is where he hit peak, like, masturbatory nostalgia, is he's just making he's just recreating a scene from a show verbatim and that's like a chapter and it's so boring even he knows not better than to actually show all of it like he's like like you're you're arbitrarily skipping forward in time to various parts of it because it's like how do you even write about this but like and this is going to be in the movie i've heard the movie changes stuff considerably so
0: I don't know what the movie's going to be like. But this is the book that everyone's been talking about all this year. That's upsetting, because I wanted to see him play a VR of, like, Seinfeld. Like, that would be hilarious. Ding, ding, ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. Yeah, well, like, he had to play as Kramer. just inserted so, into the scene. Yeah, but, like, imagine <laughs> having to memorize Kramer's lines. and Like, <laughs> give them, like, word for word. That would be really just hard as a challenge. Just walks in and slaps his foot on the yeah. table. And it's like, look at this! It's like, Jerry, can you believe this? <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> this guy's really good at Kramer.
1: Uh, so, this leads to me... So, so there was already the article posted this morning where i was like oh fuck but then i got here and i saw ready player one on your shelf which yeah i've seen before but then i picked it up this time and yeah. i've never seen the cover before yeah because they had the audiobook with, yeah with all the like i like i technically got which, it a, i got it as a gift for christmas for someone uh because i'm like ah this is someone that's that's consumed with 80s nostalgia fine i'll just give this to i, I can just this works <laughs> but i didn't look at it really yeah so this thing's covered in infuriating quotes it is and also it much, also looks like district nine much, on the cover it it looks like yeah it then covers the actually the cover fits that's the that's chapter one like that's the good part of the book is, oh, that, is that like is that, that Earth? setting is that like yeah Earth. real like, life a, now but it's a bunch of trailer it's a bunch of uh <laughs> trailers, stacked, yeah, on trailers each stacked on each other it's a stack of trailers yeah, they're, called the, they're even called The Stacks.
0: <laughs> Skyscrapers of trailers. That's... Yeah. I'm sure there was not... The, just super cheap, dangerous housing, basically. Because we just didn't condensed. have... Humanity just lost
1: the ability yep. to have oh, buildings? We, uh, yeah, they fucked up society. But uh, first of all, uh, they name drop other media like crazy on the cover of this thing to sell this, much like how the movie is. Yeah. It's like, look, Tracer's in the trailer. Iron sh- Giant. You should, ma- you should make 500 YouTube videos about the 100 Easter eggs in this trailer. Be our marketing... Please market our movie for us that you've never seen before and you don't even know if it's good or not. But thanks for agreeing to promote it like that stuff. Uh, So right on the cover, they say enchanting. Willy Wonka meets the Matrix. And on the back, they say delightful. The Grown Ups Harry Potter. Like, it's just like all the big text is like name dropping other people. In fact, there's a whole block here of reviews.
0: What is? And these
1: reviews in the small text that get the block treatment don't name drop anybody. But the two review quotes that name drop other media to sell this book. Get the big like top of the book special like isolated treatment of Willy Wonka, Matrix, Harry Potter, Huffington Post.
0: What if? What if? <laughs> I'm trying to combine Matrix and Willy Wonka. Like, is it the end? Neo like like goes up to the robots and the robots are like, "You get all of the robots now." And he like takes him on an elevator and he's like flying through Earth and sees all the people in the pods and it's like the the, the robot is sitting there. And it's like. Neo, I want you to understand that I'm getting old and I need someone to take care of all of these humans for me. And it's
1: like what Remember the how fuck? Willy Wonka required imagination? In fact, it was in the song. <laughs> <laughs> Come it, with it me. It was so important we sung it you to you. Be in a in world of sweet imagination. imagination. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember that. It's now, just... So this game this book's imagination is to go to a Wikipedia list and then control A. Control C, Control uh. V, <laughs> into the script, and it's just it's just fucking listing shit at you that you know about, and that's that's it's that's it's like it's wearing everything you love as right. it's as its skin, like Hannibal okay. kind of Lecter, <laughs> like that's that's what it does to do all the things you love. Oh. Which gets which which we get to is like this. Just so we're clear about what this movie is. If you're sold on, if you're psyched because you saw Batman in the trailer, or there's a movie poster of the Iron Giant. Just know that the Iron Giant is like Steve from Iowa, because this whole movie, this whole game, takes place in VR chat. Yeah, it's so just they're all avatars using avatars. Like, I, I went on random on this on Twitter about this at one point because people. I'm trying to get this in people's heads. It's like you presumably don't care about these characters just because of their design, unless you're the most shallow media consumer ever. Yeah. Like I that ha- I know that it happens, so I can't
0: completely handle. I mean, it there's away. some people who don't care about the backstory of Overwatch characters. I mean, yeah, but I like mean, at the same time, it's not like they don't exist. But like, even, even in Overwatch characters, there's their
1: personality oh, yeah. shines through constantly without you and even stuff. without you actually even looking into more. Like yeah. Tracer acts away. She has voice away. lines and t- speaks yeah. in a certain manner and, and like poses and ma- stuff so yeah. like that. And it's like they each one has a personality in how they move and everything yeah. clearly. Like so, you can't escape the personality. That's they made a point out yeah. of that. But, but that, like, I, but I, I get there's some shallow, shitty people out there that just like the design of something and nothing else. And that's the proof of that was lightning for Final Fantasy XIII. Who became a massive multimedia campaign that sold clothes and perfume and would be plastered on skyscrapers all the way down the entire wall, like painted on the skyscrapers. Did you see all those like that kind of shit? We live in a very interesting time. She was a vacuous non-entity with no personality and the worst protagonist to ever be in a Final Fantasy game. Oof, yeah. And she got a trilogy. And she was plastered in walls and she damn. sold like
0: that she sold fashion. Keith. She what, was, what was that fashion company? <laughs> I don't remember. But she was damn beautiful, Keith. She was so she's pretty tall. and yeah. she was so strong and independent. And she loved her sister. And she really she wasn't hated of a design by their standards. She really <laughs> hated blonde guys. Uh, that was I think that's all I know about Lightning. Is that she's really strong. She loves her sister. She hated that blonde guy. So
1: if you're if you're one of the people they were marketing lightning to for like a decade, then I guess have at it with Ready Player One, but for
0: everyone else that
1: like... You mean like Tomb Raider? For everyone else that like watched like Iron Giant and like knows that it's like one of the best animated films ever made and like cares about uh, like what the fuck the point of the show was then like, you probably should be a little bothered by like, this is a movie about like some guy named Steve that's wearing an Iron Giant skin, he's gonna go punch Pinocchio or something like that and he's gonna like probably use a gun and destroy his like anything about his actual anything about the message of the movie or what his personality was or anything like that yeah. it's like it's it's interesting uh, because it's it <laughs> like it's not them they're just toys being smashed together that's yeah. the whole I, this, this loop is dangerous <laughs>
0: it's uh what is it uh, what's that what's that wasn't even that stupid movie the the toy one or the toy not toy story but the uh the one where the toys come to life and fight each other <laughs> is it was it small soldiers small soldiers there it is yeah small so, it's basically
1: small soldiers but <laughs> even as a kid i was like That's, that got surprisingly dark didn't you get did he just get shot by like a nail gun? Yeah, like children being shot there, by nail I think guns. One of that them movie, got I
0: like I think one of them got hit by a lawnmower, and he didn't literally have legs, and he's crawling on the lawn. But and I, he's like, no, but I, I need I help. And I, I was like, specifically Jesus. in that
1: movie, the toys shoot the children with like nail guns. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they had like yeah, they had bodily a... harm to children yeah. via, like stabbings
0: and stuff. I'm like, huh. I think they <laughs> also I think one of them also like tried to kill one of them in their sleep with a knife. And I was like, yo, like this isn't Chucky level. This is like scarier because these are like not, these are not suspicious looking toys. They're just like crappy bargain bin shit at a toy store. And it's like, <laughs> they're not possessed either. That's the worst part. Oh, they're just no. like artificial inte- They're What was the plot? It was like military grade artificial intelligence implanted into toys on accident. Of course. Because, <laughs> no, and you know why they did it, it was because the chip the artificial intelligence chip was the only way that they can make those toys speak when you pressed a button but then there was an accident where uh it like the the chip was actually aware of what was going on so it's like what is this fucking movie (laughs) and i think that the whole premise was like the the kids store that sold them wasn't even supposed to get them in the first place because like i mean it's always a it's always a nonsense background of like like, it?
1: I mean, they, they had to come up with less racist-sounding things than I went to Chinatown and bought a Mogwai from a mystical elder man.
0: At least that's interesting, <laughs> though! Like, you know, at least it's interesting because you say, like, it's oh, like, there's, um, like... It was
1: an accident from the, the government. Because in the 90s, the government's evil. It was a corporation. That was, that was pe- yeah, well, I mean, I meant to say corporation. Like, yeah. there's always evil corporations are ruining yeah. everything. Like, how every movie in the 90s was about how, like, your poor dad, like... Like, it's always from the kid's perspective, and the dad, like, just isn't around... Like, the the dad needs to learn that family is more important than business because they always start the movie in a boardroom and they're a cynical uptight businessman and but he doesn't he's not around his kid enough yeah. and his kid's like daddy aren't you gonna take me to a baseball game I'm like i would love to son and i totally will and then he doesn't because he has an important like meaning in, that happens like, in like liar liar jingle all the way or every movie where the guy starts in a scene he's in a tower he's in a skyscraper and he's in a suit it's always gray and he's a successful ceo lead man dude and he's got to do like a marketing campaign or something. And his children's neglected. But then over the course of shenanigans of 90 minutes, he learns to va- to be there for his kids. I think that's awesome. And say, fuck you, Dan, or whatever the hell, to his boss. <laughs> if they made the same movie like 40 times. <laughs> it happened so they, many they times. They made it a lot of times.
0: I think like even Arnold Schwarzenegger has a movie where that's the premise Jingle All the Way. That's the one where he's yeah, you did say the They were fighting over the, 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 toy. the toy.
1: That's Toys. right comes all around it comes all around it comes all around <laughs> jesus what is why do we keep letting <laughs> this keep happen yeah this? why do we keep
0: doing this <laughs> if you did like a if you did a video analysis on human entertainment someone would be like this is a mistake i don't know what happened like by the so way sorry. If, by the way if you're
1: reading this book and you're like 999ing it like we did and you're just looking at all the details like oh that, that's going to come into play that's coming to come into play you can literally just like know the ending oh really
0: yeah it's that obvious
1: it's pretty obvious i mean you already know what's gonna happen like here's the infuriating thing is one of these quotes says uh well, this isn't related but this is a really bad quote too a most exciting ride Klein stuffs his novel with a cornucopia of pop culture as if to wink to the reader what does that mean wink you know what back to the future is get <gasps> it wait he's right i do like, that's a fucking you praise them for that boston globe fuck you uh but now the uh you praise him
0: for basically like handering to somebody that's commercial. An
1: addictive read, part intergalactic scavenger hunt, part romance and
0: all heart. Part uh, romance. I, I fucking hate these. What hate romance? So isn't it just isn't it just the You're guy a, and a, the a, girl like getting to know each other basically and at the end she just goes not like, Hey even I wanna Really, fuck honestly? Well you know what I mean, like the <laughs> he, kind,
1: he kind of just stalks her because he reads her blog obsessively and cares about her too much and she doesn't know who he is. And that's how you get yeah, a girlfriend then he, And then he wins the girl at the end.
0: Because she was single. Yeah. And he's really rich now. But he gets to be the good guy, because he looks past her physical deformities, because she has
1: a slight birthmark on her face that doesn't actually diminish any of her beauty. So... But he gets to sound like he's the hero for that reason, too, because fucking this protagonist can't do no wrong. I'm like, you son of a bitch. What is a
0: slight deformity? What, wait, what? A birthmark is a slight deformity? Uh,
1: it's, they. Tr- they everything, everything is just so shit, like, shittily framed to make him the hero in every situation. Even when he's winning the girl, he has to win the girl in a way that makes him even cooler. It's like so fucking awkward. That is like the most, the,
0: the most shittiest thing
1: ever is like... <laughs> this, is, this is infuriating. As one adventure leads expertly to the next, time simply evaporates. Expert, like, like literally time. This quote so that's Entertainment Weekly. So thanks for that, Entertainment Weekly. I don't, I mean, okay, they're that's su- Entertainment. They're weekly They're suggesting that they somehow like lost time transition well between adventures or something. I think they, they're he yeah. Says like, they lead
0: expertly to the I next. Think he, I think they're talking about. He laid challenges. out the
1: premise in the first chapter and said, "Yeah, you get these three things, and then put it back into those three things, and that's what happens. And a, and then a mystery happens each time." It's literally the most mechanical, forced possible way to structure your your book, and there's nothing graceful about any part of it. There's no surprises in how it's laid yeah. out. It literally is just like here's the next key, there's the next mystery. Like you're at a fucking like a like a children's like carnival or something, and like use your ticket for coming to the station and stuff like that. <laughs> Great. Uh, where's the re- oh yeah, there's the one I was actually looking for. Was a rollicking, surprise laden, pot boiling, thrilling adventure story. Surprise laden. The, the moment you start watching this you instantly know what's gonna happen like oh there's a girl he's gonna get the girl oh there's a bunch of riddles where you get a prize he's gonna win the prize like er, you, like you know he's going to win he's going yeah. to get the girl like everything happens and
0: guess what It happens exactly how you think it's going to happen he's just gonna oh, he's gonna struggle in the beginning overcome the hurdle and rinse and repeat the the only the biggest surprise
1: potentially of the entire book is just that his friend turns out to be a girl.
0: Well, that's the surprise, Keith. and that's like it. Like that's the closest that's, thing to a but wait, surprise. Well, wait, is not even a surprise because you're on virtual reality, yeah. We're, and everyone on the internet is like, yeah, <laughs> is it's, that someone's going to be a gender switch? Yeah, like that's. That's the joke. Is that there's no girls on the internet. They're all just guys pretending to be girls. Or in this case, the opposite. But, but it's still, but it's yeah. Like, you it's know, so but you odd. know what it's I mean. It's not, like
1: that's the most surprising thing in the entire book. Yeah. and it's not surprising. No, like
0: that's a that's a it's a yeah. It's such but there, a there's trope. two
1: things that happen in this thing that are setting up the ending. And both times, I was like, oh fuck, I, I know the ending now. Like just immediately. Okay. So kudos for setting it up. At least I guess one is that in the oasis they set up the idea that there are unique relics, which is like picture ultra rare items like in WoW and stuff like that that are one of a kind and everything but they're one of a kind and that one person period has it in the entire game. Okay. And they're like not like a piece of equipment but like a special object that does a special thing and that's like what it does. Like there's... Alright. And uh, like there's one that can track people and stuff like that. Uh...
0: Oh, yeah, I'm going to give that to a random player.
1: Well, it tracks them in the game. That's what I mean. Yeah, Like, I'm going to give that to a random player so they can't... Yeah, you get them from, like, a unique quest or something like that, or they go up for sale, because, like, sometimes people will get one, and they'll put it up for sale to make money off of it and stuff like that. And the money
0: that they earn in OS is, is is like, real money. Okay. Uh,
1: Diablo Marketplace! So, (laughs) what happens is they set up that there's one relic that could blow up an entire sector. And we are talking about, like, a sector, like, as in, like, in space. Like, just all of it's just blown up, and, like, everyone in that area dies... It like real life dies, not real life dies. The character gets wiped and they're back to level one because apparently this game has permadeath. By the way, it's an MMO. Yeah, with permadeath. Uh, is this which is not a terrible idea? inherently. It's just a
0: shitty nostalgia sword online without the restriction Wait, he, of being so stuck there? So
1: here's the other thing that happens. Okay, is there's a there's a scene like the Scott Pilgrim movie where the main character gets a one up mm-hmm. at some point. And it's like kind of hand-waved away. Like it just kind of comes out of nowhere and then it goes away and they, and don't, you, ta- they and, don't talk about it. Like, like they're trying to be sneaky. Yeah, in your head you're like, okay, Guess so you what? die once. At the end of the thing, everyone blows up, but the character has a one-up. So in the wreckage of everyone being gone, he gets to go win the game. That's the ending of the book. Because it was so cleverly set up in a way that wasn't... Like fucking neon sign saying "This is how it ends." I was really like, "Yeah, it's gonna blow up at the end of the of the thing." Obviously, others. Why why would you set that up? And only that, basically. And also, it does. Does the sector just come back? Uh, the planets don't go away. It's, everyone just dies, and all their ships and everything. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. That's weird. It's like just immediately, you know how this is gonna end. Yeah, but it's just it's just never satisfying. and, and by the way, there are like. This guy is so fucking like one of my favorite videos right now is that that uh, was it Ready Player One for girls that video did you watch that no because that's fantastic it's just the person it, she's she, what, she, what she's trying to do is she's trying to show the audience of the of the book what it sounds like if it's not full of things they like. Oh, so instead oh. of being a bunch of '80s boy media, it's a bunch of '80s girl media, yeah. like My Little Pony and like and stuff like, like that. Uh, and so she just all she does is just replace all the names with other names, I think it was
0: like uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, and, like and, fucking, it, and it just highlights uh, like
1: how because once once you're not being like distracted by think of this now, think of this now, think of this now. Back to the future, Delorean lightsabers. Yeah, uh, if you're not thinking about the stuff, cause you're like, what the fuck is she even talking about? What's nine candles and like <laughs> that shit's happening? Then you just realize, oh. This whole chapter is just like a fucking list. Yeah. It's just like, and he's like, I'm not a dilettante. I'm not a poser. I went all in. I've seen the Japanese and English cuts of this. I've watched the Star Wars trilogy 27,000 times. Like, he's just, he's just like for pages at a time talking about how much media he's consumed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's his But character. it's only
0: media that's relevant to. But like, it, like
1: but like, he's not, pun- specific- he's not punished for it. Like this isn't se- this is not an unhealthy thing for him to do. It is because this was, isn't a he had, problem. He had to get. He gets shape. all of the money and becomes the most one of the most powerful people in the real world as by the end of this book, because he's like obsessing over like Saved by the Bell and shit like that, and watching every episode and memorizing it to the point where he lives like that far in. And it's like, I I read a book after this. That's that good. Rec- that you should rec- probably that, do that. That recontextualized <laughs> it in a way that made this even darker. Okay, because I read uh, *Turtles All the Way Down* by John Green. All right, and like many John Green books, it's vague. It, it ha- they often have autobiographical elements where it's not him in the story, but he's read right, you know, right where you know and stuff like that. Yeah, like *Start* like uh, *The Fault in Our Stars* was about like the the star won't go out foundation and like their friend that actually died. From like from the disease that's in the book and stuff like that, and like he's like he's processing those emotions in the form of a book and stuff like that. Yeah. In Turtles All the Way Down, he deals with his own demons because he has a ge- a mental problem where he has thought spirals, where he like he has like abusive, problematic thought spirals where he literally can't escape his own mind sometimes, and it just, it interferes with his ability to function as a human being and stuff like that. Okay. So he wrote a book about that, and this whole. Th- and then you go back to Ready Player One, and you're like, this character is the same as the character that's in. Uh, turtles all the way down, except they—they, it's good apparently. <laughs> like, whereas, like in Turtles all the way down, it's like destroying their life and leads to like hospital visits and shit like that because of everything's yeah. falling apart. I mean, this person, uh, their, their horrible obsession is rewarded, and turns out they're right all along. And it's like it's such a horrible message to all the people that like have toxic thoughts or do the wrong things in their life that instead of shaking them or questioning what they're doing or just having any possible push that maybe what they're doing isn't the best way to conduct their life, you just give them a nice comfort blanket that they're right all along. And then you just yeah. put that on there
0: and you make billions of
1: dollars off of it and then you just fucking let them ruin their lives.
0: I think I, my favorite part is the uh, is his biography for Ernest Klein. Uh, Ernest Klein is a screenwriter, spoken word artist, and full-time geek... He lives in Austin, Texas with his wife, the daughter, and a large collection of classic video games. Ready Player One is his first novel. I'm, I'm glad that we mentioned he had a large, large collection of classic video games. Speaking of mega nerds writing their first novel, uh, The Martian This Is Not. <laughs> Named one of the best books of 2011 by Entertainment Weekly, San Francisco Chronicle, Village v- Voice, Chicago Sun-Times, io9.com, The Onions A.V. Club. God damn it. <laughs> the, the, excuse me, The Onions A.V. Club? Oh, do you not know what a- The A.V. Club is? Isn't that their joke? No.
1: Oh. The A.V. Club is a real website that actually is, like, reviewing media and everything like that. okay. Yeah, I actually go there sometimes to read, like... Just to like process what happens in an episode of a television show. Sometimes, if you want to hear somebody else talk about it, like there's, will there be like that night will be like a r- relatively decent length article of somebody like talking about the episode. Oh, I thought you meant and like not, and like, not like, to, not like like Talking Dead. Like we're like we got the staff on board. and What was it like to play that character? They're all like talking about like the story arcs and like yeah, like, that. like
0: it's it's it's. I thought they I thought like they meant like the Onion. No, no, and I was like the
1: same company. Did you? The AV Club is part of the Onion Company, but it's not their satire
0: news, fake news. That would website. have been hilarious if they <laughs> if did they not realize fake that. fake news, as yeah. like positive
1: review it would be fantastic. No. Well, there's not,
0: but no, there's no quote from the Onion AV Club on here. No. So. They couldn't
1: butcher it enough to make it
0: fit. Yeah, there's only USA like, Today, Huffington Post. Like the
1: front review in particular is amazing because it just says enchanting dot 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 with no phrase or context. So it's like it doesn't fit together in any meaningful way of like, what was enchanting? It's like, what, where'd you clip that word from? It says enchanting, then dot dot dot, then later on he says Willy Wonka meets the Matrix somewhere
0: else in the article, apparently. I bet uh, enchanting was like, I read a very I read a much more enchanting book previously, before Ready Player <laughs> and One. then Ready Player One. <laughs> or, or it could have just been the end of a sentence. Like, write
1: what you know, and you sure, like, figure out ways to work with the stuff, but like the Martian takes his obsession over all these interesting little details and turns them into a narrative with, like, scenes and set pieces and stakes and stuff like yeah. that. Like there's a great part where like an airlock blows off and he's stuck inside of just a tube that's isolated from the rest of his setup and like he can't reach the rest of his base but his suit is compromised and he ca- so he his, he can't physically get out of the airlock but also the airlock's leaking and so like one of his solutions at one point is to take some hair and burn his hair so that he can watch the smoke to, see, to find where the leak is so he can plug the leak so at least the, so just because he has like 17 problems that are layered on each other that all have to be solved but the first problem is that the airlock itself that he's trapped inside of is currently leaking the only air he has so he needs to, t- to make a tiny fire to follow the smoke to find where it's going to, to find the air leak to like try to patch yeah. it and then the, then the next six problems get to get solved I'm like that's what's fun about the Martian this is like remember the DeLorean because this entire book is member berries Non-stop. Just non-stop. Like, great. full-on lists. Like, remember Full House? Remember the DeLorean? Oh, I like the DeLorean. Remember lightsabers? And it just keeps going
0: and keeps going. That's that's great. That's uh... Like,
1: every time he goes to a new location, he's going to explain what all the avatars are around him that he sees that yeah. are just things Charac- he knows from yeah. media and they're not there for a reason they're not going to yeah. serve any purpose in the
0: story it's that kind of thing where you say like oh the main character was walking and like walked past a or He's like just
1: name dropping you know shit. in front
0: of the building he needed to approach was a chun lee standing there waiting to greet him it happened to be his friend tom like that's exactly what y- the book sounds like yeah like that's not oh i can imagine exaggeration I, I can imagine because this, this movie or Ugh. this book sounds like nothing nothing like, this is, this is right here. This book sounds 100% like this guy knew exactly what it took to get a movie. It's, you put a bunch of products in there that you know people are going to clamor to have. You write it about a, a group of people who are very easy to I'm convince. I'm not even joking.
1: I'm looking for a page that has a lot of capital letters in it because that would be like titles of things. <laughs> just so I can find one of his, like, rants. There's one in the back. That's, those, are just, those are just actual... Oh, that's, that's the Oasis. Oasis. That's, that's, just,
0: that's just caps lock word. That's not helpful enough. But, yeah, there, it's, it's, it's such a normal <laughs> – it's, a, it's st- such a stereotypical um, writing style that I've seen before where you just – you tell – you say things and you're hoping that the things you're saying are, like, marketable enough to people. <laughs> you, you know, you got to say, like, all these things that you know people know, but you got to say it in a way that's positive. Like, we were talking about last podcast. It was like, you got to be overly positive about everything so no one can ever be upset.
1: I glanced over at the bulky Zenith television and the Atari 2600 connected to it. The simulated wood grain of the Atari's plastic casing perfectly matched the simulated wood grain of the television cabinet and on the living room room walls. Beside the Atari was a shoebox containing nine game cartridges, Combat, Space Invaders, Pitfall, Kaboom, Star Raiders, The Empire Strikes Back, Star Master, Yar's Revenge, and E.T., Gunters had attached a large amount of significance to this absence of adventure, and the game Halliday was seen playing the very same Atari at the end of Anorak's Invitation. People had searched the entire Middletown simulation for a copy of it, but they it not to- Like, it just fucking goes on. Like, everything is about media all the fucking time. What? The carpet was a horrendous mustard color. So was the wallpaper. But the walls were almost entirely covered with, with movie and rock band posters. Real genius. War Games. Tron. Pink Floyd. Devo rush the bookshelf stood just inside the door overflowing with science fiction and fantasy paperbacks old titles i'd read of course (laughs) like he always says in science like that like of course i know all this shit and i I haven't memorized it's like
0: i can't why did you first off why did you feel the name or why did you feel the need to to tell me what all those atari games were if they were not relevant at all to the current thing at hand, like, was he looking for an Atari game of a specific order? Did the Atari games that he saw, which one of them was ET. So I know this question's a lie. Did the Atari games have any like as to like figuring out who somebody is or like what their kind of preference and tastes are. I don't, I don't know why you would Same with the movie poster or like the movie and rock band posters. Like, why did you need to list those who like, who literally owns a movie poster of war games and puts it on their wall. That's a weird thing to do. Uh, like the war game movie poster wasn't actually that great. If if you the remember funny, it, the funny
1: thing is that people are all like, "It's like they'll say like you'll get more if you know what all the references are." But the references are literally, he's just saying he's the just name of the thing over,
0: the and over and over again. Thing. It's so you can visualize it. And, and
1: it generally it. doesn't come up. Yeah, you're just supposed to p- picture it and that's it. Yeah. But like, you can literally just replace, you can word replace all of it with like 80s stuff, 80s stuff, 80s stuff, 80s stuff. And the story stays the same.
0: You don't even have to replace like it with a, 80s stuff. You could say like a band that you grew up with, like it's full of posters of Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and that one Toy Story movie like, I really liked. Like, it, you could just say whatever you want. In it's, this,
1: an entire challenge is dedicated to 2112 by Rush, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And I got nothing out of it because <laughs> nothing about it, how it's used in here is interesting. I and think, it's like a major set piece.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think it. that's what I'm saying is that he he wrote this book with such a meticulous uh, style, especially after hearing how you he wrote that, how he wrote that yeah, line. Yeah, where he just list them. Where, where the way he lists things is you can just, cu- you can just... Pick out whatever you want and replace it with whatever you want.
1: Yeah, which Steven- is what that other video does yeah, to Ste- make fun of it.
0: Steven Spielberg could literally... Could-
1: <laughs> I just... You, I'm sorry, but you literally, as you were saying that, I turned to his name. <laughs> He's in the book? Great. <laughs> you must be stoned, I shouted. Lady Hawk was directed by Richard fucking Donner. The Goonies? Superman the movie? You're saying that guy sucks? I don't care if Spielberg directed it. It's a chick flick disguised as a sword and sorcery picture. The only genre film with less balls is probably freaking legend. Anybody who's actually seen Lady Hawk is a bona fide USDA choice pussy. So yeah, I literally turned
0: directly to Spielberg's name while you were saying his name. <laughs> First off, that's really, uh, that's really interesting, uh, happenstance. Secondly, the USDA does not grade vaginas. <laughs> I'll give him credit for something. Yeah.
1: That's one of the rare times they're talking about the content of the media instead of just saying the name of yeah. it. <laughs> they're, is, is cr- he's criticizing a movie at the very, very least. <laughs> Literally says that anyone that likes the Spielberg movie is a
0: USDA choice pussy. Is he going to keep that? In? I <laughs> it's mean, a Spielberg directed If he doesn't, if he doesn't, if, does <laughs> if he changes that line, I'm going to call bullshit.
1: That's fantastic. Well, I mean, I think he changed massive parts of it. Also, I don't think you, the movie's going to say things like pussy because I think it's probably going to be rated like the most uh, uh, advertiser friendly rating they can get. E no <laughs> e for everyone. I thought it's a video game. It's at almost this point. got enough video game to just be called rated as one.
0: Uh... It's yeah, no, he wrote like he wrote that in such a way that you can you can hot swap anything you want in there. And I bet it's you
1: just, it feels like a masturbatory like YouTube comment that's showing about, about how much they know about the thing you're doing. Oh, yeah. like the wall, like whenever you criticize any part of, uh, of uh, the story of a particular game, especially that as a fan following. And you get like the multi page wall of text about the breakdown of how much smarter they are about this particular media than you are. Yes, that's what this yes. book reads as. I
0: know that. Oh, so well,
1: seriously, if you want a book that's like this, but good, just read The Martian. And if you read that already, I guess move on to Artemis. It's a little less like that, but it's all right. This is it's all right. Yeah, the, Ar- the Artemis has way more story than Martian does because it has characters.
0: <laughs> Oops. Well, I mean, well, like, Martian's just about one guy. Yeah, so like, like the not Martian, really... The
1: Martian is it's not, it's, there's it's... a guy stuck here, and then there's people uh, that are trying to get him back stuck here that have way less screen time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in Artemis, he they're on a they're on a, on a moon base the whole time. Okay. So it's like those characters interacting. Yeah. So. There's a sp- there's shockingly large gaps between the technical parts of the book because of the fact that story is actually happening. I'm like, yeah. oh, story.
0: If you like interesting, <laughs> if you like technical stuff, like say you liked how The Martian was and how descriptive it was, but you're somebody who says books are for losers. Well, you're a loser. Secondly, you should watch uh, Space Bros. It's an anime about people trying to be a- be astronauts. And it has a lot of really interesting technical garble, but also characters that have personality, and a lot of them, not just three, and
1: (laughs) not just three personalities, not just three,
0: and two of the last two characters
1: have to share. (laughs) They do give up on giving characters personalities in this book, by the way. They probably just be. I'm not even joking because there's three main characters, but there's actually five characters. But the last two characters are are introduced as a couple. Like, oh, so that, they
0: don't count as people anymore. They're like
1: brothers that are introduced as like a couple of characters, as if they have the same personality and story. Oh, and they slightly expand on it way later in the book, but mostly, yeah, it's like it's like they they functionally are, are like you say uh, it's, it's Shoto and someone else. You say when you say the two names back to back, it's like as if that's just the name of one person. It's just like my name is Anne Anne Marie. Oh, <laughs> like, a, like as if we're just one person. It's like what functionally the book treats them as for a while. Huh. It actually, has a, it actually has a fair bit of, like, this is Slipknot, the guy that can climb anything. It's like, wow, you're not putting effort into that character. It's almost like they're going to die. <laughs> and then they die. <laughs> like, oh, no, that developed character died. Sure would have been interesting if the, the best friend died, the, which the one you're supposed to care about. Yeah. They have, they have development and spend time in the movie. But, no, let's kill that
0: guy his name was that name and that's his character <laughs> his, his entire character trait is this one ability he's going to perform for you right now and if yep. it doesn't work we've got nothing else for this guy it didn't work he's gone <laughs> like, <laughs> god the introduction of slipknot
1: was such an afterthought in, in suicide squad that it might have well as been 80 yard in afterwards like they for, like they, it feels like they forgot to introduce him and they just like showed a random scene of him getting out of a van and then it's like then, like, you just hear a microphone play over that of like the guy, actor six months later saying, "This guy's Slipknot. The guy can climb anything. He can do all the climbing with his ropes and shit. Don't forget about the explody collar." And then he blows up because <laughs> that's how the movie works. <laughs> well, he, he was just a yeah. So I, it's been an hour. So and that's that. Talked the... about that being over, but we're not done yet. What? There's still more. So we're Jesus done. Jesus Christ. We're done with the problem with it. We're okay. So we're done with the story. We're done with the story. We're okay. Done with, like the, basically the book itself. I want to talk about the Oasis. Okay. The Oasis itself. So the VR world. Cause there's dark shit there too. And that's what I'm fast. That's what I was. I could, my entire drive here, I was thinking about the Oasis. Okay. I, I was breaking down what the Oasis is and how dark that shit is. And like this movie should not be celebrated by gamers. Cause the Oasis is the worst video game ever made both on it it's not fun we have a game don't know that and it's unethical unethical the oasis if you if you celebrate ready player one you are celebrating like
0: loot boxes and battlefield and ea and shit like that because those things that we all like and enjoy which is why we uh the really oasis is a
1: pay-to-win them... piece of garbage filled with commercials and advertisements so it's basically that one episode of Black Mirror, but worse. Well, because first, you have, freedom. first you have the problem that the Oasis, despite the fact that it apparently has quests and stories to do and <laughs> gameplay and stuff there's like an that,
0: even though where there's commercials, I would be fucking furious. Well, what I
1: mean, like, no, I mean the game is commercials. Oh, because oh. it doesn't have any content that's its own. The Oasis is so shamelessly full of stuff that when you go places, you'll go do like the Firefly planet and crap like that, and it's just showing, it's just throwing other people's media at you all the time over okay. time so there's no cohesion to it there's no like the Oasis as a universe is not like Azeroth like it's not a world so like it's Azeroth of... is a place where things can happen in it within a certain rule set and these races exist and so magic happens it's like
0: Kingdom Hearts
1: no well, because no, Kingdom Hearts also has a world and no, a universe, no. and but like I'm the saying, Heartless, like,
0: and like the whatever the but organization is, like, like, I don't know what's happening in Kingdom Hearts, but the, someone thinks they do. <laughs> I'm saying like the way the worlds are set up, where it's like this is the Tarzan world. This yes, is the, it's like so. It's like every that, piece, piece like of media every, has like a world or a whole
1: yeah. galaxy to itself. Ooh,
0: galaxy, and it's, what the Star Trek
1: galaxy? So you're not. So despite the fact that it's an, MP- an MMORPG you're not playing a character in a story that does things. You're playing any context. random avatar you want. You're playing modules you're playing random character you're playing garbage you're playing mario maker
0: levels essentially that are except they're branded under specific things so it's like a company made a, Mar- a mario maker level but it had like all the of their entire own- game is skylanders
1: kind of or it's just like it's all branded toys is what the game is oh boy that's fun but it's also pay to win because part of the premise is that Parseval, the main character, okay. He is poor as fuck. He lives in this <laughs> the cover of the of the book. All right. Uh, he lives in garbage land of garbage, so he can't afford his own Oasis kit. That's how poor he is. What's an Oasis? Oh, like the, the VR. actual VR headset, the HTC Vive or whatever. Okay. Like he can't afford that. So what he has instead is he has a like provisional like uh school provided one. Why would like, the school? Per- oh right, so you like they yeah, do yeah do we talked about this, this before. It's BR, it's, it's like when the it's like how uh, Oof, okay, it's like when the government decides certain things are a human right, like plumbing or something like that. And so it's like bare minimum. If you can't afford it, then we'll give it to you, until, yeah, in, in, until you can afford it and stuff like that. That was a big thing. Is like when people talked about like the Obama phone. it's because people were getting free phones from Obama, even. And then uh, uh, that was amazing because my dad was like Reagan would never stand for this. So I'm like, all right, let's find out what the Obama phone is. I've never heard of this, and I looked into it. and I'm like, oh, Reagan started it. <laughs> that was fun. Uh but like yeah, I I, I don't want to point, talk about at some point about Reagan. <laughs> I just feel like at some point phones were decided to be a Thing that was provided by they're the are normal
0: they're a, yeah. a required commodity for a normal date. society yeah, functioning. For, like yes. we decided
1: that no, everyone should have this so that we can work, and we're like trying to get that to be the internet at some point. That's, it's like everyone should just get the internet. Yes. So, you know, so in this setting, everyone has the internet, but everyone has Oasis access. Well, yeah, everyone has VR basically. Yeah, they have to have VR, and that's because one of their cost-saving measures for like school and stuff like that is no that, buildings, all VR. Yeah, there's no more schools. Or at least uh, I think there might still be some schools for, like, rich people that can afford it. I think private, private schools, schools can still yeah. exist,
0: but government doesn't pay for uh, yeah. schools to exist anymore. I think the
1: better part of the world has private schools. But if you're going to government school, then you go to it in the Oasis. And you can't if you can't afford an Oasis thing, then you get provided one. Which, once again, this is the first chapter of the game, of the book, which is full of all the best
0: parts. Man, this is a crazy, the like... The setting's good. This is a pr- The setting is good and they do nothing with it. What is that? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Those headphones or something. That is a crazy money-making scheme. Because you're like, well, now the government will buy headsets from us to yep. give to kids. And then they which also... This is honestly how
1: corporations and the government interact in real life anyway Yeah, already. It's just like, it's a, such a scammy yep.
0: thing already. That's... Or even
1: just parts of, like, like how corn is handled and, like, just we- so many weird That's things. weird. Uh, so he, because he has no money, he has, he has a a headset that teleports him like directly to like, like it just spawns him on the school planet basically. Okay. Where he can do his schooling. But he, it's, it's a real plot point because it's, it's actually how he solves the first puzzle is because he's stuck on the planet that happens to have the first key on it. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he he finally realizes, oh shit, it's been here the whole time because he's been looking out to the stars and stuff like that. Uh, he can't leave that planet because he's. On a provisional headset? No, because going anywhere costs money. Oh! Having transport costs money... Going, going on like commute routes There's costs money. Public
0: transportation that costs money in a VR world. All this, everything in the
1: stuff costs money. As far as I can tell, the skins cost money. The costumes cost money. So like, we're not just talking about. So like, it's worse than VR chat is the issue here. Uh, VR in chat, VR you VR can chat, make your own. In VR chat, you're like, I'm Alphonse from FMA. I put it in the 3D. I ripped it from that one fi- uh, shown in fighting game and ripped it in here or something. Yeah. In this thing, you're paying for officially branded microtransactions for all these costumes and all these things, and Parseval has no money, so he can't leave the home planet, he can't wear any gear, he's playing as Minecraft Steve, essentially, like the generic model, because he can't afford to look any different, like, he can't play the game so it's like the worst game ever made and we're supposed to be celebrating this like, oh my good, it's getting a video game movie. It's made by e- everything, everything that EA fucking
0: like just has the best dreams about because yeah. they can't do this kind of bullshit. I mean, that's like that's such a next level thing where like you literally created <laughs> a terrible
1: a, video game You created
0: like an anti poverty video game. It's both not a good game and unethical.
1: Yeah. And that, no- and that nothing that you can do in it sounds appealing. Like, but also, all this sh- in order to do
0: that, you have to, like, ba- you just pour money into it. The only nice part about this entire game is that it's free? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't pay $60 for this game, but, like, okay, but you got downloaded a free game and you're stuck on one place with nothing to do except learn school, and you paid, like... Like, you- like the you- video
1: game sounds like hell. Like, he... Can't afford to leave his school, and that. What he also has to worry about is he has to have a return trip too. so, like he has to, like he would, you'd uh, hitch a ride with uh, with his friend. And they'd, they'd, his friend would drop him off on another planet, and he could try to grind out, like, a level or something. But he'd have to get back in time, or he would like get he could get, like, expelled from school and stuff Which like that. Which he would lose the headset. Which, a school that exists in the virtual reality, so it's like, if they, if like... could they the, just the, teleport that, him back in? The idea that you can't get back to your school in this fake world because you can't afford the fake commute is, like... And that affects your real life. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is like a life-ruining hellscape so it's a it's already so the like the book's already a bad story poorly told with a slightly interesting setting but the game in it is a nightmare horrible 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 game and no one should be celebrating this
0: just because it has chun li in it or something because that's how they get you that's how they trick you well that's that's again uh i hate i hate to be that guy that's why no one likes gamers they're all stupid because they Stop. care more about surface level bullshit yeah. instead of the actual substance. You have like the, the weird gamers have like this
1: weird like the weird brain just turns off and yeah. they somehow convince themselves that Batman vs superman's watchable. They're just because it's Batman and Superman. Yeah, who I cares don't... if it's also if it's not your Batman and not your Superman it's... and it's Zack
0: Snyder well, and it's nightmare. I mean, it goes back to the whole thing of like all all the drama that's ever happened when it that involves gamers it is always stuff where someone goes like. This is bad. She says bad killer, and it's like I don't. But she has no impact. This has no impact to your, and like someone saying, "Hey, I don't like. I think Overwatch is kind of poopy." Is like Blizzard's not gonna go shut it down. The guy said it's poopy. Like Blizzard doesn't care. They made the game. It's yeah. already out. They're not gonna change it. Blizzard's not gonna retroactively go back and be like, "I oh, just erase Diablo from existence. That was a bad idea. People don't like demons." But like, no, it's just it's there forever. No, like Steven Spielberg didn't erase ET. They just buried it, but you can't like, but the game still exists and no one can just change the, how that exists just by saying things or someone, it, it, something isn't good just because there's references to things you like in it. It's like, you have to think a little bit deeper going like, okay, cool. Like again, this happened like the, when you buy games on PC or something, it's like, oh, if you pre-order now, it comes with a skin from this other game, you know, like uh, Sonic forces did that where it's like, here's all the skins for other Sega games or, Um, the Final Fantasy, Final
1: Fantasy 13. Sonic Forces is so much better now that they put the Persona 5 stuff
0: in it. It's just wearing the skin of a better game. Like, yeah. it's, like it's its flesh. And, and like, I remember the final. The, I am Persona. The new Final Fantasy <laughs> came out on PC. It's like, you can get a Gordon Freeman skin. I was like, what the, what the fuck does this even make sense? Why Skyrim's would- fun now. Yeah.
1: It's Breath of the Wild came out, but instead of making a new Sky, uh, Elder Scrolls, we just put Zelda. We put Link in the Skyrim. Now you can play as a Link skin. That's almost as good as making
0: something, right? And that's the thing is like, but then. But gamers will take it. They'll like absorb it and go like, oh my, I got I to have it. It's I'm like, going to buy a Skyrim
1: for the 12th time. I have to have them all. Like, I have an Dude. entire shelf that just says Skyrim over and over
0: again, but the logos change. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, Someone has that. And one of them isn't a disc. It's just a cartridge. Uh, it, it, that, you know, that's the more impressive thing I, I want to admit, is that it, Skyrim is on, on a CD for everything else, and then the Switch is on a cartridge. And you have to think like <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> so like some weird some weird thing of like we moved past cartridges and then we're like you, CD CD and then it's like it'd be was, like, amazing if they kept cartridges. remaking it for
1: so long that it's original and then the final copies were both on cartridges and it just goes back.
0: <laughs> That's what I was hoping. That'd be great. But um uh, uh, yeah, so there's no I don't I, I get I get what you're saying about like I just, it's stupid. It's stupid that like a surface level uh I mean Batman vs. Superman is a surprisingly apt comparison to where like we finally got a
1: movie that was Batman versus Superman but they replaced both characters with different characters like that was not that's not Superman no and that's not Batman he blatantly murders people like a lot (laughs) like he he runs people over with his car and like just ends them and shit like it's horrible and uh it's like so it's like great like you could you could like tear your brain in half in the cognitive dissonance in order to force yourself to convince like, to think you like it if you, yeah. if it's that important to you that the movie's good which people people just do that they they, they let their fanboy take over everything but you're just being manipulated by corporations yeah. that don't care about you so when they make a bad thing it's just bad yeah, it doesn't that's... matter if it's wearing a skin of a thing you once loved I mean, it's <laughs> so like the trailer shows the Iron Giant. It shows a fucking Gundam up yeah. in the sky, light shining off of it, reflecting and doing a pose, full screen Gundam. I'm like, oh, man, is the Iron Giant going to punch a Gundam? It's like, no, someone's going to take two jo- toys and go. Yeah.
0: But with like expensive CG. It, <laughs> yeah, it. that's the thing is like it just unfortunately, that's kind of the, the pro- you're going to reenact it right now. Du-du-du-du-du-du. You know what the irony is? <laughs> that's literally the plot of Smash. But at least Smash Bros. is a video game where you play the game. No, but I'm saying like the plot of Smash is that Master Hand is a child playing with toys and mashing them together. Which also, is the what Smash visuals is. are going to make about
1: as much sense as these. Yeah, because these don't fit together, and that's what the, that's what the, yeah. the that's what all the footage of the of Ready Player One kind of looks like too. Yeah. Because these things don't fit together. I mean, Sans is made of squares. And supposedly people have confirmed Sans is in the game. And is in Ray Player One. You know, the pixel skeleton from Undertale. Is he going to be meta? Is he... I'm sure that everything happening in the movie totally fits with how Sans works as a character. (laughs) Sans also isn't like...
0: Sans is probably going to shoot somebody with a Gatling gun. But Sans isn't like a, a fighting person, more or less. Like, because it depends or on. The... however fighting works in Undertale. Like, yeah. I, don't, well, I can't even like, imagine
1: what that looks like
0: in Because, yeah, but it's like <laughs> Sans just summons skulls around him and they start shooting beams out of their mouths? I'm still like... not
1: entirely sure what it's supposed to look like in the, its own universe. Yeah. Because we obviously have an abstract thing going on where I'm like, I don't even know what, what this means to them necessarily. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I would like to think Papyrus literally walks around with a plate of spaghetti. But, you know, in yeah. real life, that's probably not practical. But, but So will the movie
1: be good? I don't know. I would probably say no. Steven Spielberg might change fucking everything. All I know is that people are excited about it for the wrong reasons. Will it be more coherent it's in the a, book? It's a garbage video game full of garbage references that don't mean anything, yeah. and that's what people are like being sold on. Yeah, and that's if you're those people, you're wrong. I'm
0: tired of that. If I'm, you're like
1: just excited about the next Spielberg movie, then sure. Yeah, whatever. Maybe he'll maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll I, be really boring. I feel like I forget every Spielberg movie yeah. after a few years. Like
0: I'm sure, I still yeah. remember a girl like doing gymnastics and kicking a velociraptor through a window oh shit I'll never forget that
1: was Jurassic Park 2 Spielberg oh Uh, god I think it was yeah it's all I can ever remember I don't think he did
0: Lost World that was one
1: one of those really terrible setups where they're always like I did gymnastics and it's like the
0: ending is like I'm gonna kick a dinosaur with my gymnastics I I thought it was more funny that the dinosaur was taken aback by this weird creature swinging on a pole. He just stood there, He just there. stood there as if I like will line up with this window as if it is a set piece. And and it's like it's you're acting as if a velociraptor has never encountered a flying a monkey like or you no know, just anything that is above it, like it's never encountered something that is coming at like it all but from those above. Small flying dinosaurs, yeah, that yeah, are in the same movies, yeah. Oh man, it's weird. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think it's. I'm not gonna go out and be like it's going to be trash, but I'm gonna. It's s- not.
1: A, it's not a guarantee because he because he's it's, yeah. Spielberg is one of those directors that has the self respect to actually make a thing. Yeah, like a lot of. I don't of direct- know though. there's Indiana Jones wasn't that great. No, I'm not saying it'll be good. I'm saying that there's directors out there when they're doing an adaptation that will just try to do the adaptation like directly. Oh yeah and, but one like for the, one. but something will always be changed no matter what. Yeah. And I feel like once once something's not sacred, it's kind of like everything's not sacred. Like you can kind of just
0: let you can kind of just just let it all go. Just let it happen. Just the book can because it it's, doesn't It's like how uh, nothing in the book is sacred. It's, it's all set pieces. Those it's all just it's things like, to say.
1: It's like when you hear about like the best when you be- hear about some of the best movies ever made, supposedly, and then you hear that like it's based on a book, but then like they have nothing to do with each other, like The Shining or Shawshank Redemption are just like mass- oh. massive departures. Yeah, because like, you you start with the launching off point and then you just go fucking run with it because you're a director with some kind of vision and actually want to make a- you have a thing yeah. you want to make. So like you never know when Spielberg might do some- some- something like that as opposed to like the mo- the more cynical ones where like, like- they make like eighty percent of the right thing and then change the- some things because they couldn't fit the same way, but they but then, like, there's a bunch of things where, like, well, that makes more sense if you read the book. And, like, people are explaining yeah. why a bunch of the movie doesn't make sense or doesn't yeah. work and, or has that. bad pacing or pointless characters. Because they're like, well, it was in the book. It's like, so? Yeah, why is we it We don't here? need to have all 12 hobbits. I mean, dwarves. They don't have personalities or characters and they never do anything. <laughs> there could be four of them. It's fine. Yeah. You could make the hobbit with, like, four dwarves and it'd be fine. But me. they're like, but the book. It's. Let like, me
0: tell you a secret. There's no law where we have to follow the book. That's all you. You random people say that's what we have to do, and no one... So the more he diverges, the better in this book's case. It it has no substance or thing to latch on to. I mean, I would argue that in most cases, diverging from the source material is your best bet half the time. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it could turn out worse than the book, but then you still have the book to go back to. Which is what... And this is even what
1: we talked about before with the... uh, I talked about, like, uh, the governor stuff with uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. It's like... Walking Dead changes shit like crazy, but for some reason they feel the need to still do every major arc the same way. Yeah. The, so, the, the, even if, so even if all the characters yeah. are different and all the setting is different and all the situation is different, the big bullet point plot things will happen the same way. Even if there's, no there's not setups what. for that. Yeah. Even if it contradicts the story. Oh yeah. And like that's that's when you're wrong. It's like that's why I say once once something's not sacred, nothing's sacred. Yeah. Like just fucking like if you're already diverging, then just do what works for your new diverged story. Yeah. Because there's gonna be a rippling, fine. There's gonna be like a rippling butterfly effect through the entire story the moment you change anything. And you need to just go with that instead of I mean, fighting it, or it ruins it the movie.
0: I mean, Game of Thrones does that in just how it sets up its own episodes, which is very different from how the book is set up. Oh yeah, like the book isn't written. The, the book is like yeah. you want to spend four hours with one character because that's how it's yeah. written. And so like, and Game of Thrones changes its pacing up, and you know what? No one seemed to get upset about it. Nope, because they, they only not... got
1: upset when everyone started teleporting.
0: Have, well, you, have you heard about that?
1: Because yeah. uh it's it's a little tough because one yeah like now now in Game of Thrones like it's time for all the major shit to happen and people just got to be where they're like yeah we're in the final couple of seasons and then like the wars are happening and everything's like it's like this is, this is supposed to be like the deciding stuff where it all comes down and everything yeah and so like you have these awkward moments where it's like uh, Dragonstone is on like the opposite side of the entire continent from like the wall but like we need to get the dragons to the wall this episode so yeah. the story can happen But although there was a warning sign that was going to happen, though, because the the season finale before the teleporting started started happening, Varys somehow he started in Essos with Daenerys and everyone, but then he met with somebody in Westeros. But then they show a scene of Daenerys crossing the ocean and Varys is on the boat with her. And I'm like, you went back to Essos to go back to Westeros? Like, you're ping-ponging 17 times? I'm like, how much time happened between those jump cuts? I don't understand. Isn't it, like, a long-ass trip? It's an ocean. People used to die. But I mean, like, yeah, isn't it, like, a couple-week trip to do all that? It's kind of a big deal. And it happened in the span of, like, 30 seconds in the show. And you're like, I'm like, wait, you you, you spot him on the boat. You're like, was he supposed to be on the boat? (laughs) Like, did they forget to CG him out when they realized? They were gonna send them to Westeros already. But the what? the follow- but since then the show has just been teleporting non-stop. Like the map doesn't matter anymore, which is crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy because like I, you didn't make it far at all, right? You watched the first season and stopped? No, no,
0: I watched uh three seasons.
1: So did you reach it so you reached when like uh, Jamie
0: and What's his face? We're walking across, and um, what's her face? We're yeah. walking across oh God, the entire.
1: Am I, am I forgetting her name? Brienne. Yeah, Brienne yeah. and Jamie.
0: And they're walking, yeah. Like
1: Brienne and Jamie crossing the land, or Tyrion and C- and Catelyn crossing the land is like a season it of took the show. Forever. Like that was yeah. the basis of the show, was the time it takes to travel and everything. So it's and like, and that was when all the character stuff would happen, and you'd have these bonds between specific yeah. characters, and then. Me- makes future things more meaningful throughout the rest of the show, even if they're never I mean, alone together he, again. Did he, like,
0: literally lose a hand on that journey?
1: Yeah, like, cool shit happens like, in, the- in those things. Like, it wouldn't happen so, if like, he just teleported. It's <laughs> so, like, on one hand, it's like, oh, fuck. That's just gone now in Game yeah. of Thrones. But, uh, but also, yeah, they do have to resolve shit, but also it's like... This problem of like, how do you resolve all the shit when your story normally really works that way? I think is why J- George R. R. Martin never writes books. <laughs> like, it just hasn't made any because I don't think he knows what I don't to think do so. now. I either. think he just,
0: I think he just ran out of interesting food to eat, confused. so he doesn't have anything to write about. He just he ran, He literally has eaten every type of food on the planet, and thus has no uh, new food to write about.
1: Game of Thrones is still a good show. It's just it's not the same show anymore and that's rough it's
0: also been on for a very long time so to some degree it's like, like season seven quality doesn't season, se- season seven of short seasons too one of the it's one of those things where like quality doesn't always go consistently up with time like yeah. there will be a point where like quality and time reach a good cataclysm and then it's like okay well one of these is like gonna start dipping now it's
1: also just like it's astronomically more challenging
0: well, yeah, there's so many more uh, well, I mean, like, things going on at Like, one particular setting time. up a cool world with interesting
1: characters and a good way of telling a story and all that other stuff is, like, that's hard, sure, but that's so much easier than also resolving that. Yeah. Like, so many universes have cool starts, and okay. then you have to figure out, like, oh, well, these characters die, and that stuff happens to that person, and the movie serenity happens and stuff like that yeah do you like that character he's dead now stuff like that and yeah. like all these things are like uh is that, is that the way to go i don't know
0: it's like uh i mean that's uh it's yeah i appreciate when there's like series or anything that's willing to cut itself off at a certain point say like here is you know like i i'm not setting a hard limit but i'm saying i would like to be done at this point point. <laughs> and it's like and it, th- those are nice limits because you at least tell yourself If possible, please wrap it up here. Mm -hmm. And you try to work towards wrapping it up rather than working towards keeping the status quo, which I feel like Martin kind of did at some point. Like, he reached that point where, like, his book started getting, getting really popular, and he's like, now I just need to maintain, like, things gotta, like... 'Cause I feel like there's some parts I mean, where pre- I think I think for
1: the rest of the books pretty consistently like like people are dying off and major changes are happening and kingdoms are falling and like it's I progressing just... towards an ending. Yeah, but I feel it's like you started that, like, like
0: throwing like... people like on a like chopping block real quick where he's like. Well the third book the third book
1: is the the best book the most enjoyable book to go through, uh and has all the big things happen. It has both of the weddings that people say by color names. Uh and it was so event like it really says a lot about how things went is that that book was so eventful they had to split it into two entire seasons of the show yeah where the first two books were each of one season then the next two books were one season of the show <laughs> that's yeah because like he just doesn't i don't think he knows where to go with a lot of it but also like just the stories in
0: the book are so padded and so slow to develop yeah like uh... it'll be interesting when he doesn't finish it I want to like, say yo, that just, like, what do you do? Who's, is someone going to ghostwrite the ending of? Well, he did. He did a thing
1: that was like a, an odd choice, which is he decided that books four and five were going to take place simultaneously. <laughs> and so what he did is he split the characters into the separate books. Okay. Like characters
0: that don't interact with each other. Yeah. So that so they are. They do have separate stories anywhere because that's that's how a lot of the books always. Worked. Yeah, but it's consistent and like. But yeah. you're supposed to read book four and then. Be but like- he'd be like, book
1: four is like, Brienne and Cersei. Yeah. And like book five is like aria and Tyrion and stuff like that like like their stories are happening in parallel but he literally just did their he did some characters in one book and some characters he's had book so many people that he just, just juggle like, it that uh... way but the, the outcome was that that whole season of brienne going around and looking for aria and, and and sansa and just trying to find any of the girls she promised to protect and stuff like that that yeah. happens in the show that was a whole book and she fails <laughs> she never finds either of them like she's just kind of going on brienne adventures for an entire book and they're not terrible but i'm like uh, this is like that's all you, that, But that's the whole book i'm amazed by anyone who had to read these books when they were all new and like they finally got the fourth book and like oh man what's gonna happen and it's like brienne walked in the mud a lot and then someone got mad at her and tried to stab her because that happens a lot <laughs> And there was somebody with a bloody ear and blah, blah, blah. And where am I going to find Sansa? And it's
0: like, it just keeps going. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, this is getting really interesting. I hope it doesn't end. And she never found Sansa. Whereas
1: that storyline is way more enjoyable in the, in the in show, show yeah. where it's just one <laughs> it's, of the parallel plot lines yeah. you're cutting between. It's just a
0: self-contained thing where you're like. Oh, hey, that's Brianna. Yeah, What if she in, found those in people? The book, nope. you're, oh, right, bye.
1: In the book, you spend most of the book cutting between Brienne failing to find people and Cersei failing to lead a kingdom, basically. And, like, that's just... I think there was a third character. I don't know if it was Arya or who, but, like, that was, like...
0: But the point is, is that it was, like... That's, like, all you got. Yeah. It, media's bad a lot of times. And you just have to take the punches. I started doing Jessica Jones... Oh yeah, I started watching it. The it beginning
1: is... or the second one? The
0: beginning. I don't. Know. I, I didn't know
1: where you, if you watched oh. the first one back no. then because that was years ago now. Nope. Like they, they have a weird thing with the Netflix shows where like a new season comes out whenever. Yeah. It's like basically every six months a Defender season comes out and you just don't know which one it will be.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So it was like it was like what uh Daredevil season one, and then I think it was Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Daredevil two, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders. Now Jessica Jones season two. No, no Punisher. Then Jessica Jones season two. That's been the release order, I believe. And it's just basically oh. just the next Defenders series usually comes out every six months, okay. and it's just wherever they land
0: next. Well, yeah, watching through season one of Jessica Jones, I was Jessica, like, I was like, this is really bad. Uh, I don't know how this got a second season, and like the main villain is. The most boring thing ever. I was like, what is this? Like, the moment the first episode ended, and I was like, I really hope this bad guy isn't like one of those people who is, uh, who is slightly, uh, what, what's the word? Is, uh, is like slightly omnipresent. Where, like, no matter what the main character does, he's always there, always watching, always knowing. Like, I would hate if that would be the main, that's the main villain. Okay. And it's like, it's just I'm talking about the purple man. Yeah, where he's kind of like this, like he just—I don't know. It's like I guess maybe because of, I
1: mean he has the power to kind of infiltrate wherever he wants to go because he can literally just tell people to tell him stuff. Yeah, things like that. So
0: he's just like that's what I'm saying. He's like omnipresent where he's just like I need to know what Jessica is. Where's Jessica? And it's like, uh, she's over here. Thank you. And he just leaves. It's like what the fuck? This is like that. Now yeah, die. Yeah. Like, this is the <laughs> stupidest power ever. He just like just does he just can just have whatever he wants technically and i don't know why it why it matters to him that jessica doesn't want to be with him he's like so consumed by this fucking thing of like i need jessica it's like you could have literally anything your power is like amazing i don't know why you care so much about a stupid girl who sucks at doing her job like what do you want it's like he's just like i'm, a man. I'm like get the fuck out of your Buzz dude like i don't give a shit about your crap
1: I think Jessica Jones is the best Defenders show.
0: <laughs> well, I don't watch the Defenders I, show, so I really, I'm, I'm I really sure like, it is.
1: I think both seasons are fantastic.
0: I, I'm just I saying think like, that
1: I think that David Tennant was a cool villain, I and just, the Purple Man uh, worked very well for what he was supposed to be as the, as a basically a rape metaphor.
0: I mean, I get his premise, but it's just a really annoying power. I
1: poured coffee on myself.
0: I. I, well, because I'm looking at it through a superhero perspective. I'm like, you're just such I'm a... I'm here to criticize
1: references, which is why I'm wearing a Pyre shirt with Jardario on it.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Because I, I am a hypocrite. <laughs> it's... I don't know. I, But I did start watching it. It's been a struggle to get through it. I, I've been, like, pushing myself really hard to just, like, I gotta finish... And the episodes aren't short
1: no most fucking... ne- most netflix shows are actually an hour why long why are know? they
0: an hour i don't have an hour to dedicate to your crap like when anime is bad it's only at least 30 minutes and i can move on from it it's but...
1: 20 minutes right
0: oh yeah more yeah. like 25 20 minutes but no fucking jessica jones is like a solid 49 minutes a lot of netflix
1: shows like... are you'll you regularly see netflix shows that are above 60
0: and it takes forever <laughs> like i'll get there'll be like points where i'm like hurry up stop waiting. I know you have the time, but just stop. There's like scenes, like the scene where she's sitting there taking the photos in the first episode about like the guy at the barn. I'm like hurry up, stop. And she's like sitting there like falling asleep. I don't just stop. Okay. What's going to happen? Boo. Boo. <sighs> okay. Hurry up already. You can be
1: you can be a really interesting person when it comes to television in particular just cuz you never like you, you never transitioned to no. like full like full hour shows i never did which no. like around the time sopranos or even breaking bad were becoming a big thing like like all of television in america that isn't comedies and animation yeah tra- like they made the jump yeah, like it used I, like once upon a time it used to just be like procedurals basically were like the one weird show that oh, was an hour long for some yeah. reason
0: like CSI or, was or like, it was the like the starting of a season yeah. it would like pack two hours one hour special yeah. Or, yeah that was or, the only time I would ever see one hour specials like yeah. twenty four be like one hour episode because two episodes of twenty four and I was like oh w- was twenty four a half hour show yeah I didn't even know that
1: I've never seen it oh uh, no
0: I think no I'm sorry twenty four was an hour show
1: it was an hour show yeah because like. CSI was always an hour show, I think, and that was like that seemed to almost be like the weird thing back then because so yeah. much of television was half an hour, but now just everything's a full hour just all the time. I, I <laughs> think because some whole... people uh, like had never adapted. Yeah,
0: the way it worked for me I'm, was I'm like,
1: totally into it.
0: I watched 24, which was I think I watched 24 and something else. There's one other show that was an hour long, and that was it. And then the moment both of those shows ended, I just never had. I never watched TV again. Fringe, Fringe might have been it.
1: Fringe was the weird one where you just quit. I did just quit, which because you never. Changed. You suppose they never do, but then you just did. They just are the most unforgivable. You claim that's a rule, but then you keep. I breaking can go it. back. I, to I it. find, I find still you still breaking there. it all the time. Fringe is still there. You, go you got me to watch Fringe, and then you fucking like quit on me. I
0: had to. They changed Walter. He's the only reason <laughs> I watched it. Like, if he died, it would be better than just making him happy. I was like, no, I don't want happy Walter. I want we, sad Walter. we never
1: talked about this on this podcast, have we? No. You're, uh, you're, the way you consume media.
0: I consume media. It's worth,
1: is... it's worth establishing for future reference okay. across the board. Because I don't think we talked about it during a set discuss, which no. is usually... Usually, you find one grizzled middle-aged man or funny old man or something, yeah. and that's the one character that matters very much. And if that character dies or changes in any way, then the show sucks now. Yes, because that was the only thing you liked. That was usually. the only thing that mattered. Is that's that's like you have like this. This is the Bruce Willis movie about Bruce Willis. Yeah, and if something happens to Bruce Willis, then it's, it's a bad yeah. movie. Basically,
0: like, that's why I I I hate Game of Thrones.
1: Because you were obsessed uh, with the character that died in the first season. Yeah. Let's just not. He
0: was the only he was the only you, character. I was like, oh, I really hope you're here forever. And It's like into season one, head cut off.
1: Mm. Mm, well, that's the end of Game Which, of Thrones. Which uh, was literally the first thing I ever heard about Game of Thrones. Was you spoiling that for me? <laughs> I was like, really upset. I was like, what's I was like, what's Game of Thrones? Oh. Why, why'd you tell me that? <laughs> what? Like, I don't even, I'm not gonna, like, empathize with you. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about,
0: but now I know that. But, uh, and there's a lot of, a of bitch. there's a lot of, a lot of movies, or not, this, a lot of shows at, that I'm like that. At this where, point,
1: everyone knows that now, or yeah. wha- what the fuck. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: but the point is, is that there's a lot of shows where, like, I, I have to relate, uh, I have to find some character that's grizzled or, like, geriatric, and they have to be, like, interesting or cool or and, Harrison Ford. Yeah, and it's like those are the people that are the only reasons I will get So it's a probably
1: show. easier to sell you on like Cyberpunk film noir like yeah. vaguely splayed Blade Runner-y shows. Oh yeah. like have work. you tried the new show on Netflix? Which the what? Cyberpunk Blade Runner-y
0: show? No. It's called oh, shit. I, again, I don't watch Netflix. I only exist for me because I have family members who Literally watch
1: it. Literally the entire show is about like a like this, this grizzled man that uh, is like he's a was it he's brought back to life in a, in like a new body because mm-hmm. everyone has bodies now that are like it's almost like surrogates or whatever. Okay, and it's like it's a it's like that kind of setting and everything and it's darkish and I I don't remember what it's called right now but I can I can show you at some point and link it to you so you can find it. Cause
0: that—that's probably the type of thing you watch. I would watch that. Yeah, but if there's like Jessica Jones, it's hard because there's no old man to follow. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have—I don't have a compass to
1: follow. I, I could—I I could at least root for the villain, but he's David Tennant, and I, David Tennant's a skinny British man,
0: <laughs> and I can't do this. <laughs> I, I like David Tennant, but not as anything but the Doctor. Um, so it's really tough. Take that, David Tennant. Yeah, take that, David Tennant. You're probably a good actor. I just don't care about you <laughs> otherwise. He's um, a
1: vampire hunter in Fright Night. You get, you get to see him cool. fight Colin Farrell.
0: <laughs> well, he sold me on that. That game. was a strange movie.
1: The but but like... I think it was I think it was I think it was David Tennant, Colin Farrell, and Anton Yelchin. What? It was the What's Fright it? Night remake where Anton Yelchin is the like the kid again. Who directed and this? And Colin Farrell's the vampire, and David Tennant's the vampire hunter. <laughs>
0: This is insane. I l- I Who's l- casting this? I'm characters?
1: happy with that cast.
0: <laughs> the But yeah, so like it, anything that doesn't I might matter.
1: have been happier if Colin Farrell was the, was the vampire hunter and David Tennant was the vampire. Because I want to see hamming it up David Tennant vampire.
0: That would probably be best, actually. That actually might be best. Yeah, that would have been best um but it's yeah so i well, like, if
1: you already don't like the first season you're gonna hate the second season good. i can promise you that
0: i i imagine it
1: it's just it's I, tough I, thought, I i like the second season but it has all the warning signs of an, of an,
0: anti-andrew technology oh, <laughs> i it's it's tough too because uh um what's it called like i i just i when i'm watching a live action show it's very 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 tough to empathize i cannot empathize because they're
1: people. not 2d girls
0: Yes. And so, because they're not... Because it's not anime, and because anime, anime... has
1: warped your brain. Anime
0: can... No, anime I can disconnect, and I can accept stupid things because it's anime. Which you have to. But... Which you have to. You
1: constantly have yeah. to. but... TV Their shows...
0: There are entire
1: I, character types of anime that can't function as humans in real life. Yeah,
0: but I'm saying, but with, like, things that happen in anime, it's like, I can disconnect <laughs> and still enjoy it because I'm not... They're, they're not people to me. They're animation. When I'm watching a live action, I get furious at people who do things that are not human we're like people will say shit how they interact with each other the way that like situations happen i'm like this isn't how the real world works don't do it here and it's like i can't disconnect myself to go like it's just a movie it's just a show it's not supposed to be real i don't care what you think it's real people in a real place in a real time and it's i can't disconnect that i cannot take myself out of that so when i see like jessica jones doing something like Walks into a bar and like tells like talks to a person and then like he what she basically just like leaves when he says get out and she like just walks away and doesn't like clarify anything. I'm like, you should that's not good because this is gonna come up later. You should clarify why. Why would you <laughs> like a regular person would clarify at least they're not just gonna.
1: That's actually a recurring thing a lot in a game I'm playing right now called uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh boy, where like there are so many conversations in that game where like saying one additional thing would clear something up or like one piece of follow-up dialogue could change something but like literally like clicking on the wrong thing once can lead to like a fight to the death sometimes and i'm just like this is not a reasonable thing or like okay can i ask you about that thing it's like there's no option to ask to ask you about that thing you seem like you would know about that thing why can't we just talk yeah. about the thing and i and guess it, i'll run in circles for 12 hours <laughs> and
0: before anybody like throws their arms up in the air acting like lunatics i get it like, 90% of, like, romance anime is literally one person just not talking the fuck out. Like, if someone just said, hey, I didn't actually kiss that girl. Oh, wow, that's, like, four episodes gone. We don't have to do that anymore. Like, I get it. Like, but I can't do... I cannot disconnect myself in a real setting because I see those people and they're real to me. They're real people. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so I just... I can't empathize in that way. So when I see stupid shit like that in TV shows where I couldn't do Breaking Bad, which is why I couldn't do... um which is or uh, what's it called? Uh, Breaking Bad, huh? I I I couldn't I can't do the family. The family is just this fucking. I can't, you can't do the family. They can't. I was
1: gonna say like you'd probably like Walter White, huh? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah.
0: But everyone else needs to go away. They're not people I can just deal with. They're, they do stuff that is completely irrational and stupid, and I don't want to be around it anymore. Like the 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 wife is like literally cancer. She's. And,
1: no, th- no, Walter has cancer. Literally,
0: literally <laughs> gave Walter cancer no, because Walter her existence is just cancer and I cannot tolerate her on any capacity. Everything she does, says, the way she fucking looks, I hate all of it and I can't I can't watch the show as long as she's in it. And I kept I asked everyone who finished it. I was like, "Does she just die?" And everyone, "No, she's there for the whole thing." But I'm not watching it. I'm not going to put <laughs> myself through it. Because I cannot disconnect myself to just ignore that character. I can't disconnect because I'm like, "Your person act like it and she doesn't every fucking time i saw her in that show she did not act like a person i was like i will not be here for this i will not tolerate it any longer and it's
1: it occurs to me that i don't have a single person in my life or internet life or family period who ever agrees with me on basically any media like i never have a shared opinion with anyone <laughs> about any all of media like it's really interesting like i don't just never Nope.
0: I I mean, I'm sitting here like,
1: yep, Breaking Bad, basically the best show. It's it's like it's like the best show. It's not as good as Better Call Saul.
0: I have it for anime. Shots
1: fired, hot take.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what are the what are the memes now? Is it hot take take. what they say now? Or the shade so much shade shade. Um, Yeah, the it's I think like anime is the only genre I have where I can like look like I can talk to somebody and we can agree on something. I've never in my entire life... Well, that, you've, like,
1: there's a huge... You've you filtered through a lot of society to get to some very like-minded people just by saying anime already. Oh, yeah. If, but that's what I'm saying, because, like, I can do it with that. Especially and, the anime you watch. But, yeah. As opposed to, like, I but, watch Attack on Titan and One Punch Man. The two big shows now. Want to talk about fairy tale? <laughs> no. No. I don't even know what fairy tale is. I just see it on Netflix pop up a lot. I'm like, I guess that's probably vaguely popular with how much I see it. Yeah, well, it's, it's probably also... probably one of those ones that Andrew hates hearing about. I've also read it all. Am I correct? Uh,
0: yeah, it's kind of it's kinda <laughs> crap. I, I don't... like. I like, Nailed the, it. I like the beginning and then it got real poopy buttholes. Is it the one that Michael Jones voice acts? Oh, you don't... You wouldn't know. I don't you not know. you watch Japanese. I don't watch trash people trash talk <laughs> over my anime. <laughs> I watch, like, good anime with not trash people in it. Um, The, no, it's like, but when it comes to live action, I, unless it's, like, an action movie, I've never... John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. I can't, like... The Raid. Redemption. The Raid's good. Mm -hmm. I I can't, there's, like, unless it's an action movie, I will not relate to any human on the planet. I never will. I can relate to violence. (laughs) It's... (laughs) no i can relate this to, is healthy I can <laughs> i'm healthy <laughs> video, video games didn't make me violent
1: it was <laughs> it was media by my ability to relate with other human beings
0: <laughs> that's it's, what made me violent it's but like it, but shocking if it's, revelations if it's not that i can't i've never i've never talked about a tv show and be like yeah i can have a conversation with somebody about it no it's, it's and hard. I've I've watched so many of shows that I hate. I've watched like Once something Upon that, a Time. Something that hits me is when
1: I'll be reading. I'll watch something on Netflix and I'll read the reviews. And I'm like, what the fuck did they watch? I'm just like I'm genuinely confused. Yeah. I'm like, like if you were now if you go to Jessica Jones and read the reviews, like all of the all of the negative reviews that are just like sandblast... like astroturfing over the whole thing, are all about like the liberal agenda and like evil SJWs ruining media. I'm like, I. I'm, like, sitting there, like, trying to do the, like, math, like, backwards to find what they... It's even in the like, equation in your head, like... Like, I gotta find what thing they were talking about. What happened? It's like when people were, like, like, they said SJW is about, like, The Last Jedi because someone had purple hair, and I'm like, you know that colorful hair, like, colored hair in a sci-fi universe is older than, like, internet feminists, right? <laughs>
0: Were you around in the 80s? Where do they find out about anime where no one has normal color hair? (laughs) That was one thing I never... I did never get that when people were like, Astro Dumpers and their hair colors. Like, I don't... What? Everyone likes hair colors. Literally, anime doesn't have hair colors anymore. They're just like... They're just rainbows of color. Yeah, they're just like noise. I don't pay attention. (laughs) Like, I can't be focused on girls with like yellow, literally yellow hair, and then next to a person with literally purple hair. I, I just can't do it. So... It's, I don't know, it, it, but in any case, it's, yeah, I don't like consuming real life media if I can avoid it. <laughs> I and hate, I have. I've, I've spent, real life. I've that's, spent a lot of time. All,
1: they can't see it, but that's why the wallpapers cycle through anime girls Yeah, I half I've, an hour.
0: I, like, and again, Netflix and Hulu only exist. They've already cycled three times during this podcast in the background Probably. secretly. I mean, I only have Hulu and Netflix because I have family members that watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for that i have no Do you pay for those or are you like on, a, on like a sub account thing well i pay for them hmm. but uh but that's because um but that's because i netflix and who Hulu... they come here to watch on yours or something no or? i mean they have they have their own sub accounts but i pay f- i pay for the service but then they just have their own account oh
1: they're that. using sub accounts on the one you're
0: paying for. yeah see i'm a piece of shit i'm using a sub account on somebody else's netflix i yeah i mean i just was like fuck it i don't know it's it's Just i was
1: using it at my dad's house as a separate like sub profile Oh, and okay. then I moved out, and I'm like, well... I'm still here. I'm just going to keep logging into that yeah. one. Like, why would I not? I mean, that's... <laughs> it doesn't affect how much it costs.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing, though, is... uh, But, like, I've... I In the beginning, I watched a lot of anime on Netflix and Hulu. That, like, because... Because some anime is fucking licensed on Netflix and will not be on the streaming site that I use for anime because <laughs> they fucking... Devilman Crybaby? Yeah, like, shit like that. It, and sometimes I'll have to watch on Netflix, but... Like, I'll go on Netflix, and every time I go on, I'm just, like, flabbergasted by the changes. Because I'll go on, there and I'm like, what are these tiles? And what are these shows? I've never <laughs> seen this. And At the like, point, Netflix started showing full-screen trailers you yeah, have to scroll past. That freaked me out when I was, like, when I went to watch Jessica Jones. It was, like, there's started just, showing just, there's movies. Just not, there's
1: just not an interface. It's yeah. just a full-screen trailer you have to scroll down past to find the website. Yeah, like,
0: I, I, hi- I was, like, trying yeah, to highlight Jessica Jones. And, like, loudly, someone was like, watch out. And I was like... What's going on? What's playing? And I look up and it's like some movie in the title. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why are you doing this? I just want the movie. Like, it was... But It's already
1: autoplay next episode. But sometimes you watch something and then you're like, well, you're out of episodes. Let's autoplay a movie
0: now. And I'm like, what? You just yeah. going to pick something at random? Also, you know what I love? I love when Netflix doesn't let you skip the intro screen for the first episode. Hmm. I love that. It should be an option, by the way, because I didn't want to watch a Jessica Jones intro, but I had to. Because I didn't know how long it was. And then now I don't have to watch it because so now I you can't watch it. You can't skip it the first episode? You can, but you'd have to do it manually, like fast forwarding. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the thing doesn't pop up for the first episode. No.
1: I guess I never thought about it because I always like, I'll give it a try. And then from then on, I'm like, no. Because Netflix Because is, by default it usually skips it for you
0: automatically. It does
1: it skips automatically if you're watching the episodes back to back. Yeah. But, but also like uh I feel like specifically, no matter how good or bad the show is Netflix intros are, like, competing to be the most boring?
0: I I don't know.
1: Like, I've watched a bunch of different intros <laughs> for different shows. And, like, there's, there's ones that, like... Sometimes you're like, yeah, I want to listen to the Game of Thrones theme and look at the map for a bit. And yeah. then sort of, re- like, get reacquainted with how it's all laid out. Because it kind of... It's teaching you the map every episode, basically. Yeah. I mean, there's And it, it even specifically highlights different spots and different intros that are more relevant to the current plot arc and stuff yeah. like that. So it's kind of nice. And, like, I kind of liked watching the Sopranos intro... That was like 2 minutes of this song playing as he drives through the city and stuff like that. Like I woke up this morning, I got myself a gun. <laughs> like that whole song. Okay. Uh at least it's like there's a song. Yeah, there's Sometimes you know. like the song. Every fucking Netflix intro is like A bunch of abstract visuals of, like, Lady Justice or something like that, and, like, colors, and, like, non-vocal just sounds is the song. And it could could literally have any duration. You can't tell. There's no feeling of, like,
0: progress towards an end. Like, it doesn't feel like a thing's happening. Like, that's why I hated, like, the Jessica Jones intro was just, like, purple it's like, it's and then like, it was it's like burning, 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 it's the, burning, the opposite burning. of an anime intro and i was like what is happening please stop i just want to go away it's the opposite of the of anime yeah intros. anime intros are like blasting you with shit going on they're like ba 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 and you're like whoa there's stuff happening who is that guy they are fighting now like, i used to watch the, like i used to watch the bleach intro they're fun
1: bleach had some of the best intros yeah. even though i hated the damn like, show the, the season but, one intro though oh yeah like that song still shows up in my head
0: I can't really the words at all, but Well, it's all Japanese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, like Bleach had some of the best intros and they're, they're catchy. Got a hikai, and, and, like I don't know, what and he's saying. And they have like they're really colorful and there's a lot of stuff going on. They're interesting. Mm-hmm. And, or but, the fucking Attack on Titan intro that the, everyone the one, can't stop thinking about. <laughs> the one intro. <laughs> the, then then they replaced they, it with a not as interesting. Yeah, they one. tried to do it again in the second one and I just laughed hysterically. Like da, 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 it was just, like just sounds like a marching hymn. Yeah, yeah it's just like... A, well, because it's supposed to be like a military yeah, thing. Yeah, but the first one was but, just so impactful. and well, like, the first why, one was like, like... Why s- did
1: you change it midway through the first season? You didn't even get... Yeah, the, even first one the
0: first one season? just got like super hyped for no reason. Because it was like, you just... <laughs> He sit there like especially the how that starts the entire opener where it's like da 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 you like oh, <laughs> God. the all logo right. with the logo explodes yeah. <laughs> at you. Yeah, it's like everything just starts getting intense all of a sudden you're like oh, all right yeah, those, man. there's
1: all these different fun intros for different shows. Like yeah. a lot of them have all, have all sorts of levels of quality and but like Then I, there's Netflix. Then Netflix I just I'm like oh shit. Ozark just shows a fucking emblem and then moves on. I'm like, Yeah. Like Ozark just has a four segment grid and has four symbols. It has like it has like symbols that like spell out the name or something like that. And but then they're they're somehow related to things that are gonna happen in that episode. Okay. And that's it. It's just like a five second picture and that's it. That's the whole intro. I'm like, yes. Stop. Stop showing every, me Lady
0: Justice for two minutes straight. Every <laughs> intro from now on, don't five do seconds. It. You got it. Ooh. I yeah, but in the end, I'm gonna finish Jessica Jones and I'll be mad. But it'll be okay. Oh, there's two good intros on Netflix. Oh. Well. I remembered what they are. They're
1: the first two. <laughs> the first two? Yeah. Okay. House of Cards, or just the New Black. Okay. Or House of Cards is a bunch of scenic shots that are just, like, all of these DC. aerial shots and crazy stuff of DC, but yeah. it's all in fast forward, and it all looks crazy, and there's, like, time-lapse shots, I'm like, oh. It's all, at, like, the speed like, cars like, and all that it's, shit. It's some yeah. cool atmosphere. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh... Uh, orange is the new black is just a whole bunch of different like close-up shots of female prisoners like jumping through them all like like highlighting like really close-ups like this this frame is just their eye and this is just their mouth like like it's trying to convey humanity to you like in rapid fire through and through diversity and everything like that while it's okay. playing a regina specter song about about uh prison called you've got time and everything i'm like yeah, like, I, I will actually, I'll actually, every time I start a session of Orange is the New Black, I'll watch the full intro for the first episode. Has it not changed? No, it's the same one every season. Oh, God. And I, and I fucking love it. I love the song, it's a catchy intro, like, it's 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 like, yeah, and then they
0: never did it again. <laughs> the rest of Netflix shows uh-huh. are like, this is miserable. <laughs> That's interesting. I've never, I will, I can say I've never watched... Uh... Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a an action like finished a live action Netflix show. Well, none of them are over. Well, you know what I mean, like I'm I mean never, Orange uh, I never like uh,
1: House of Cards will be now, well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the news is F- with F- House F- of Cards F- <laughs> now that they Stay can't right keep there. their lead actor anymore. Yeah, but no, I actually um, might keep going. I've he- I think I've heard that they're just going to make his wife the president now. <laughs>
0: good idea like the, that'll like get I those think, views i think
1: kevin spacey's just gonna disappear from the show because uh
0: he... sexual predator <laughs> but uh, uh i don't think i've i don't think i've ever watched a net like a netflix
1: show that was distracting that was definitely distracting news to hear when i was in the middle of watching star trek discovery which is where that actor is right now yeah like not kevin spacey but the, act, the other actor involved in that story yeah is one of the lead he's, roles yeah, of star trek on discovery. discovery and i'm like I literally heard the say, the news the same day, day I was watching a new episode. I'm like, this is, I well, can't. Just, I'm just I'm thinking about the thing and not the episode most of this time
0: now. Yeah, I try to think what it's what unfortunate. are what are the shows that Netflix has? They have a lot. What are their like popular ones? The popular ones? Yeah. What are like the uh, most popular ones that they well, have? Well,
1: that's the it's hard to tell because they don't tell you. <laughs> well, I'm saying have, what's because like there's rating you get
0: ratings on television. Yeah, but on whatever. Netflix they're just like.
1: What, there. You know what I mean?
0: Like, what are the ones that people tend to talk about the most? Like, uh, even when there's not a season going on, people are like talking about it a lot.
1: Orange is the new black. Yeah. House of Cards. Yeah. I've heard those.
0: Making a murderer. Oh, I've that heard of Making a, huge, a murderer. That was a huge right. buzz. Oh, okay. That was the documentary series. One? That's the only that, one. That's the then. That's it. That's, that one comes up like crazy. That's the only Netflix series I've seen. You've seen all of it. I've seen the Making a Murderer.
1: Yeah. It's seen... over because
0: it's just that was that was the end of the story. It's yeah. over. But I and I only watched that because I was told by like four or five people that it's infuriating. <laughs> and and I was like, okay. But then I watched it and I just didn't care. I'm not shocked at all. And it's not that I didn't care about <laughs> the situation, as in like I don't not, empathize. Not it's not that I don't empathize with the person. It was just like really boring. <laughs> It was just like, I didn't, it didn't care about the way they delivered it. Like, they delivered it in a way that yeah. I was just kind of like, It is a,
1: okay. it is an exceptionally long season for what it's doing
0: to an extent. Yeah. The stuff that happens with the kids pretty fucked up. Oh, okay, like, I mean, I agree. I don't, like, I'm not what? saying, yeah, I'm not saying I don't care about the person and the situation. I'm yeah. saying like, it was just, I couldn't care about the show because it was so boring. That's you. Is that my
1: phone? Yeah. You're important. My phone never makes sounds. Why is it doing it now? I don't know. That was my optometrist for some reason. Oh, They're reminding me of my appointment. <laughs> Fuck off. I can keep but, track of my own shit. But yeah, so... I remember. I remember. But I, that's... I wrote that shit down on my calendar next to all my video release schedules. Just mix that shit up but
0: yeah so i that's the only netflix series i've seen besides jessica jones now i feel like those are the big things but also i'm i'm always
1: like but it's like i'm out of the loop with what's popular a lot of the time and there's no metrics to look at i was talking more about like
0: like, shows that like are well-known names like like, stuff if you said people be like yeah
1: one one example i can think of that might be big but i'm not sure but i haven't watched it is a unbreakable kimmy schmidt people keep mentioning that show and i'm like maybe it's big i don't know wait who's that Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Who's Kimmy Schmidt? It's a fictional character. It's a it's a sitcom show. Okay. And Fuller House is probably really popular because that was the point was to just just do bring back Full House.
0: Right. I forgot just, they were doing that.
1: Yeah. There, there's a there's like there's an Ashton Kutcher show. There's a handful of garbage like garbage tier like 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 primetime Fox type shows. Okay. Uh, just to appeal to the everyman, which is like. The lowest. same reason why old Adam Sandler movies now just come out directly to Netflix. Yeah. It's like because they make... Weird. ...mountains of money. I
0: had no idea that this was like a thing.
1: But that's, 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 well, that's, like the, that's the trouble with demographics in general, right? Yeah. It's like, I think about the scope of like popular television, and for me, I'm like, wow, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are like record-shattering, incredibly popular fictional shows, right? But then you, that's, like, if you're just, like, plugging your ears and going, la, 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 I can't hear you, to all of reality television. Oh, yeah. Where like, The Bachelor is on, like, season 70, and it makes a billion trillion dollars, and is it'll never still go going away. going on? Yes, and American Idol's still there, and The Voice is still there. Oh my God. But we're just ignoring it. And, it, it like, for us, it's, like, it hasn't existed for 15 years, and we're not even paying attention. Yeah. Like, it's still there, and, like, what I realized from watching my own par- parents watch television is, like, yeah, they're still watching, like, American Idol... And Survivor. Survivor's and, like, still on? Survivor's still on. They're still watching television shows about, like, pretend oh thrift stores that pretend to be thrift stores, but they're actually lying to you the whole time. <laughs> you know, those dumb stores. What? Uh, you know, like the pawn uh, or, shop or, or thing like, or sto- whatever? Yeah, pond, pond, the pawn shop store and, like, a. Uh, Storage Wars and all these like oh, completely yeah. artificial shows that just pretend like the, the entire show is scripted and all the items are scripted and everything's just made up because yeah. it's just it's pretending to be a show. It's exactly as real as ghost shows are. <laughs> but I the love ghost, ghost shows. the ghost shows are just more obvious, <laughs> because, more fun because they're about ghosts. They're way funnier. They're way funnier. They're really funny. I don't know how people can watch the other ones. They're so boring. Dude, I have been kicked out of reality television watching sessions basically because you call them out. Yes. I'll notice how they're manipulating us with the editing and stuff like that. And they'll be like... And they won't want me to watch it with them anymore.
0: I... Like, I mean, I, will, I can see Like, I'll,
1: I will have just been there because, you know, reading eating dinner or whatever. And I'm like, I'm so... I, I I don't... I won't tell them what to watch. It's fine. Yeah. But I'll totally, like, point something out when I see it. And, like, I was watching a episode of the... Of some... I think it was the Pawn, sh- pawn Shop I'm show like, or pawn something. Stars. Yeah, I think it was Pawn Stars or whatever. And, like, they... Am I fucking getting called again? What is wrong with you? Oh, no. That's the spam person that calls me sometimes for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I was getting... Uh, <laughs> so they, someone got a tip or something that like there was going to be like some sort of cool, crazy... They heard a story about some crazy, valuable, antique car that got buried in the backyard at some point. And immediately I'm like, wow, this is really easy to fake because of how AstroTurf... Not AstroTurf, but like, you know, like rollout grass works. You could easily just... You could bury it like 10 minutes ago and then cover it up with like the uh, grass layer and it would look like it had been there the whole time. Yeah. Like that's how easy this is to fake. Uh, But they're digging it up and they're digging the hole... And they're not finding the car. They're finding, like, pieces of some motorcycle or something. I'm like, this isn't the right vehicle. Or we've been, this whole thing is a sham. This isn't working at all. Like, that's the drama. Mm -hmm. Then the commercial break happens. And when they come back after the commercial break, they're hoping you forgot, like, what they said and what was happening in the show. And, but now, they're still digging the hole. But the camera is, interestingly, pointing in a different direction. Like, you're seeing a different part of the backyard. Oh. And they're like, oh, wow, we're finding, like, the pieces of the car. And, like, they're all in a pile over here, which is separate from the pile for the the motorcycle. Yeah. But if you look at it, you could clearly tell the, hell, the hole was less deep all of a sudden and getting deeper. Because they were finding both the whole time and just pretending. They were literally filming two storylines simultaneously while they were digging the hole. because oh. Because the, the, the hole clearly got shallower and then got deeper again while they were finding... The uh, pieces of the car they were there for the first in the first place. It's like, so they never there was no drama. There was no chance that they were not finding it. They were just also finding a motorcycle. Yeah, and they cut it back and forth. They 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 cut up the footage so that because the actors are faking it the whole time. So they pre planned to do this whole drama thing. So they're saying they're pretending to not be finding the car and finding the car at the same time and cutting those two in parallel so that one airs before and after the commercial break. To make it sound like a drama happens and then a resolution of, oh, no, it worked out. Like, that's because that's what happens yeah. is there's forced drama in these things. And it was the most naked version of it I've ever seen. That's. And they were not
0: happy I was noticing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My family yeah. was not psyched that I was that, destroying the show.
0: That's like the. There's that one guy I remember on YouTube who uh who did those like he did those really shitty videos of where he would uh do he would like try to uh prove how hostile or toxic people are by like. You know, like by, by having actors basically yeah but you know he's that kind of person that, like, like the whole... fake
1: or like the fake prank shows where someone's getting knocked into the water but clearly the yeah. guy's sitting in like a giant puddle of water because yeah. like the seventh take yeah <laughs> it's like they keep um... doing it and they'd even go to a dry spot to show to <laughs> hide the fact that they're faking it
0: yeah it's like because I remember there was like someone took a picture I remember like specifically he like the guy filmed a video where he like put had a car he left a car out and it was like a... Uh, it was like, I don't know what the premise was. He just left a car out with a sign on it. And it was like, if I leave it in this neighborhood, people will beat up this car. If I leave it in this neighborhood, no one will because people are respectable here. Yep. And like someone was living in one of the apartment buildings where he was like, in, he was filming it in the parking lot. And so someone was living in uh, in the place. Like, they took a picture of him and, like, you Like, could, like hanging out with the person that's yeah, going yeah, to pretend to be the see, criminal and stuff could see like that. Yeah, you could see him standing there, like, with yep. the camera, and he's talking in front of the car. And behind him are a bunch of people that are, like, holding weapons, like, waiting to have their cue to go in there. And I was like... yeah. I saw a similar thing where it was like an experiment where like whether or not your bike will get stolen in different
1: neighborhoods and stuff like that, and it's like they're all totally artificial because faking it is so much less time-consuming than
0: actually sitting there and watching well, it yeah, for the... days on it. What end are they cops like are going to sit there and actually stake a place <laughs> out? Like, what are the cops? I I just <laughs> I don't know. I love I love that stuff. I love the I never watch it, but I love hearing about like what I love seeing people watch it because mm-hmm. it interests me to, to watch the reactions. What are like... they getting out of this? Yeah, like.
1: Is it like wrestling, where like they're just they're they know it's fake, but they're just having fun with it on yeah. purpose? Like that's that's the question I have about like Mike Staclosa because he just did they just did a review in half in the bag about like an, a documentary about like a ghost house it was like that that was today's episode, and I'm like what? But like he has this ongoing thing where he, t- he like he likes paranormal stuff that's real, and I I think he likes it on the on the same level where like people like wrestling where it's real but it's, it's clearly yeah. super fake and everyone knows that but you just like it's like the no sleep subreddit where you the, yeah the rule yeah. is that you have to believe it yeah the rule is you have to yeah like no one believes the stories on on no sleep but you the rule is you have to believe it yeah. it's that exact level and if that's it then sure fine that's the level on which i appreciated uh gordon ramsay's like the show where he goes to like american restaurants yeah. and he's gonna fix them and it's like it's a fun story arc to have him like fix somebody's life, every episode is like yeah. a, that. It, it's a kind of an addictive feeling to just kind of watch that show a bit. But I don't think it's real. Ne- there's well. an episode where he walks into the fucking like lot, like the not even the lobby, but like the the space between the two double doors. That's in fr- those two double doors sometimes in like at the beginning of a restaurant. Yeah, and he finds like a dead rat there. I'm like, really. I really believe that you found that immediately. Like nobody, customers ever saw this.
0: The most highly trafficked location of the entire restaurant just has a dead rat in it. Sure, I, I, I've heard a lot of people tell me like a way to fix my problem with watching TV, and a lot of them were like, "You need to just turn your brain off. You need to just enjoy the content." And I like, I, my, my response is always like, "I could just not then." I could do something else. I don't need to turn my brain off. I don't want to, which is why so I don't. So turning your brain off is terrible, and I've done that.
1: Like I, like I've experienced. How do you that just like, not give a shit? Like the, So like, uh, there was a i i have an era of video games I refer to as like the dark times. <laughs> the dark times. Because Bioshock got me into achievements. Oh. And I started right. caring too much about achievements for a while, which, and like the, some of the highlight moments of our, our games where I didn't. Processed stuff this way like dark souls bastion bioshock and other games are ones that like they got my undivided attention and heavy rain which as we saw in the dumb nostalgia trip i uh was overly enamored by at the time uh but a lot of games i would play while listening to podcasts or while listening to youtube videos and i'd be multitasking and not be fully engaged in the thing yeah which led to a thing where like i had beaten the game near but didn't really remember what happened in it besides like one of the bigger and more impactful cutscenes and stuff like that so, like, weirdly, I was replaying it on my channel recently, and, like, for me, Nier was, like, it was, like, it's still you know, it was almost, like, new to me yeah. most, for a lot of it. And I was, like, I don't remember so much of this. And it's because I was multitasking while I was doing it. And that's that's the, that's another form of, like, turning your brain off while engaging with media is, like, watch, like playing a game while engaging in other media at the same time. You're not yeah. really fully engaging with either of them. And like the stuff like podcasts like what we're doing here, where fully engaging with it isn't necessarily the best plan in the first place. Yeah. It is it kind of serves that purpose of yeah. like we'll accompany you on your walk or the boring part of your job or whatever the hell like that and yeah. stuff like that. But but, like, it's not... but 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 stacking podcasts with media that you that would benefit from you being fully engaged in it causes the turn off your brain part. And yeah. so it leads it leads to a thing where anything can be good. A similar thing that a similar thing happens to multiplayer. Like you play a multiplayer game co-op with friends. Yeah. Anything can be good in co-op. That's true. It's like yeah. it's like it's like it's the difference because between you're... playing four player co-op by uh, by uh Borderlands versus like solo like I'm going to actually engage with the with the mechanics, I'm going to read all of the story and I'm going to know everything about this game and like how that the difference can be so drastic yeah. in quality
0: from person to person as a result of that. I I guess I, I think the where they were coming from for me anyways, I think they were they were hoping that I would just stop caring well I mean too the, the, much the, I mean the problem is, is like, that the problem with doing things like
1: the ways it leads to a thing where like my my, my my problem was that like every everything for a while there was like near, where it's like here's a thing that I probably would have engaged with better if I was focusing on it properly, and it probably would have been memorable, but instead the result is I just kind of don't remember any of the games yeah. I played in that period. And that happens a lot, too, is, like, I go to the theater with people, that, the turn-your-brain-off type people, and they kind of can't even remember the movie a week later. Yeah. And it's like, it's like why did you even go if you weren't, like, even really paying attention? Those and are the type of people that I will text during a movie.
0: And I don't get it. Like, I, I, I'm i a person that will sit there, and I will watch that movie, yeah. and I will be super invested, and I will watch every exactly. single moment. And I do that with everything like I, like I, I, I do. Like,
1: I had the experience with the... Uh, I was watching the show Heroes with Max. Yeah. And Max would just be on his phone the entire time texting people. And then asking you, like, what happened? The entire, yeah, and stuff like that. And it's like,
0: wow what a shock that max doesn't really remember the show heroes and yeah. stuff like that it's like like I, people will just not engage with media and some and i i like i get it if that if that's what's fine for you some people just need that to need to be able to just like turn off their brain if and that's not what you exist. do yeah but it, but it's but, shitty
1: of other people to do that to tell you to do that because they're not they're not actually telling you how to enjoy media better they're just telling they're,
0: they just yeah. want you to shut up yeah <laughs> they just and they just want you to change how you enjoy media in a way that benefits them yeah and that's like that's the way that's always the way i take it so then i just do the opposite which is like no now i'm gonna over criticize everything that's going <laughs> on and like like my sister does it all the time like she'll be watching a show and she'll like, i remember she was watching like one show that would like had some really just like these are not okay jokes like, which by are-
1: the way with well, this is laying up in the podcast now that you gar- you can guarantee that somebody probably already wrote the comment you said about the ready player one rant earlier and oh. then later on, this conversation is going to be about their comment without even us having to read it. <laughs> Probably, but <laughs> that's, uh, that's what people will say. It's like just turn off your brain, man. Like they say about Transformers and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, but if you turn off your brain, you're not no. processing the narrative. Then what are you even consuming? Like, have, what
0: are you experiencing? I never turn off my brain for Transformers, and never will, because you people can't keep allowing that to exist and think it's they okay. They infected
1: them. They infected us with his evil chromosomes.
0: Is an actual line you in Transformers can't, Four. You,
1: And people say that we saw that in theaters with Joe and all three of us. We laughed so hard that we were like, "Are people mad at us right now?" Yeah, because we made a bunch of noise watching it because the movie was so funny and like accidentally because Megatron infected it with his evil chromosomes. It's It's
0: actual line of dialogue. And and the thing is, is like I I I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it's been it would be it'd be worthwhile for me to consume something that I'm not being invested in. To any capacity yeah if i don't and, care then i'll just not do it yeah and so when someone says like oh if you don't like that show just like turn your brain off it's like then why am i watching it at all like i could just yep. not do that and That's,
1: it's I, I, there's and we're, we're at a point now where there's like such an over
0: abundance of media
1: there's an overabundance over of media so like i can't even justify like, i can't <laughs> picture ever playing a game like warframe for example yeah which is just about turning your brain off it's just like Warframe and, yeah. does not have stuff for you to engage with mentally. No, you just do the you just do infinite tasks in random locations that will just progress things, which is also what Fortnite wants you to do. The yeah. the single the not single player the non battle royale version of it just wants you to progress arbitrarily and blindly forever, basically. Yeah, and there's a lot of games nowadays that are. They're like life. They're called lifestyle games, which is the ones that they expect. It's the type of game that will worm its way into your life so much that it's just, it just you just take for granted that you're going to play it every day.
0: Yeah, like yeah. when you're it's like, like World like, of Warcraft yeah, is so a good like example. When of that. Like when
1: you're full on into WoW, like yeah. WoW had to keep getting more and more hooks to keep you keep playing every day. Yeah, because like original WoW was just you would you mostly you got on every your,
0: day because you wanted to play with your friends. Yeah, was more or less the concept at that point.
1: Original WoW was way less toxic or whatever you want to call it like it's way less it uh, way less unhealthy. it was less sinister oh yeah original wow you hit max level you form a raiding guild and hey like every week you can try to clear these dungeons and maybe you'll win maybe you'll lose you get rewarded if you win and that's the that's all that's, that's left that's it that's yeah. all that's in the game really otherwise you can, you can fight other, you can fight each other if you want to yeah you <laughs> talk, do pvp you can talk like, and chat hang out do whatever yeah. you want you make guilds but then burning crusade is when they added dailies yeah now it's like come back to the same location and do the same boring quest every day to get incremental progress on a progress bar that leads to you getting a little more popular with a faction that leads eventually to you getting like a nether drake mount which I got have you seen have you seen uh like
0: how extreme it is now
1: I did the same bombing run like 500 times yeah I'm like what was wrong with me and then the next expansion added achievements and then, then they added the garrison which is when you, the do, garrison, the, you do the timed quest where you send the most, guys to go for six hours to gather herbs or whatever garrison
0: was the most disgusting thing ever and then they added the phone app Yes. you send them on timed missions. So now you have... Okay, so WoW is at a current state now where you have dailies you still need to do for the new factions. And none you of these mean, are fun. No.
1: None of these are the good part of the game. They keep adding more to the bullshit what, parts. They have,
0: they have the dailies, they have the uh, monthly... They have the No, they have dailies, weeklies, and monthlies. And it's in every Blizzard game. Yes, there's yes. There's dailies in Hearthstone. There's dailies
1: in Overwatch. There's not dailies they can, in Overwatch. Aren't there like goals or something you can do every day? Or one thing that no, Overwatch you're talking, does they is they that do is... No, they do weekly arcade. They do have time events you where like, get, you better get in now oh, and get yeah. the special skin or it's going away forever no it you comes better. back every year yeah but i mean like you have to like to keep having another thing that's like yeah. this is why
0: you have to play it this week yes because it's gonna go away um, they do you loot, better do it now you can get if uh like every week you can get three free loot boxes if you mm-hmm. play arcade and win uh but nine times which is that's dailies which, in that which aspect. is dailies yes. yeah. yeah which um it's not I feel like it's not as sinister because, it's, again, it's a loot box, so it's all up into how much you give a shit but about it's, random it's, stuff. It's
1: a Skinner's box system to get you to keep coming back for oh, reasons yeah. other than the
0: game is I mean, fun. <laughs> if you're not someone who's willing to just sit down and be good at the game, mm-hmm. like, like I, my problem is I hate, the, I hate the weekly because I'll finish it in a day. And I'm like, well, I don't, have any, I don't need to play Overwatch the rest of the week. I think, and it's like, well... <laughs> I think on some level that's why people romanticize the
1: vanilla WoW experience. Yeah, because people talk so about simple. people talk about Vanilla WoW as being this great thing, and in some ways it is. It is like it, we played Vanilla WoW too, right? Yeah. So like, one of the cool things I did like was that, like, for example, mana mattered. Yeah. You could run out of mana during a fight, and, and so you, you were you to, actually like... were choosing spells based on their costs. Yeah. And coming up with cycles and plans about how you do each fight. I played as a rogue. So my so for me, it was like, oh, if I take hits, I could be in serious trouble because I'm yep. a shitty little rogue. So you'd set up, like, stun lock rotation. You'd have, like, a whole dance of going in front of and behind your enemy and going around them and trying to manipulate them to not get to fight back. Yeah. And you'd only want to fight one dude or you'd be in trouble. And, like, you had, like, a whole system in place. And Which each, is why parties mattered. And so every class felt different and you did different things. So like, that yeah. part was all good. And, like, that, so, like, that, the, the unfortunate thing about now is even though they added, they added, like, a level scaling system now to WoW... So you can play all the old zones at, yeah. at an approximate level, like Guild Wars, but you still basically just hit one over and over again because yep. the game's mindless and easy, no matter how much yeah. they scale it. So like that part I get, but I think there's also a second layer people don't think about as much of like when they romanticize old WoW, they think about how the game was just the game back then, yes, and it
0: wasn't 500 sinister
1: hooks meant there, to yeah. monetize you. There
0: weren't a bunch of meta games going on yeah. where it's like I, the garrisons have no
1: concept to me whatsoever besides WoW you, just woW forcing woW you me to not come out. have a microtransaction in it. True. Yeah. It's one microtransaction I think was renaming a character or something. Uh, ser- uh changing there a, servers? There was a $10 thing and uh, that
0: wasn't even there at first. Changing servers and changing servers came first and then renaming a character came yeah. second. Which is like sure. And then you had the <laughs> t- yeah, then you had the typical <laughs> that, that's thing. That's almost like, like
1: a price to disincentivize doing it. Like yeah. like the price the $10 ch- charge for changing your gamer tag on Xbox Live. Yeah. It's like that's saying don't do it basically. Yeah, just they're saying like pick your server and be ready to stay there. And, like, back when... So, that like, at that point, World of Warcraft was a better, less manipulative product. It was a video game. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. And that was better. It was. And so, like, it's not just the mechanical stuff about how the game was actually more interesting to play, even if there were tedious parts to it. Like, for example, if we're going to make a authentic, like, return to OG WoW, I still think that, like, mages should just, like, practically instantly recover their mana out of combat. Don't make me sit oh, down for thirty seconds yeah. and drink something for no reason. That, that know, was garbage. You know why
0: that exists? Because EverQuest.
1: Yeah. EverQuest. Like had that, a thing. that
0: was bad. Yeah.
1: That's one of the things that when they removed that, that was good. Ever. But they made. Uh, it, but they made mana regen faster all the
0: time, which meant that mana didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and like it that's was, not the right God, solution. When I played EverQuest, like the most fucking worst class was being being a spellcaster. Yeah. Because to regain mana, you had to sit down and meditate, which means you had to your character literally had to backslash sit. He had to open his... I remember like, that was why I played a rogue. Yeah, that, he had to open his spell book and wait for his mana to come back. If you, you know how you can get mana faster? You can spend, like, I think it was like 500 gold and buy a horse. And if you're on a mount, you can regenerate mana faster from it. Because when you're on a mount, you can still keep moving while regenerating mana. because you can meditate while riding? Yes.
1: Oh, EverQuest is a big fan of texting and driving. <laughs> It was safe practices. You're going to trample an orphan.
0: (laughs) Mind numbingly annoying. It was so bad. And WoW was like, we're going to do that too. You got to sit down and not do nothing while there's monogens. It's like, and that's why food was such a thing. uh, Consumables were a thing. Like EverQuest took it to the extreme and WoW everything. There, there was something meditative
1: but... and interesting about playing a character, like and making a new character over and over again and wow was interesting because you'd be like, oh, let's let's do this starting zone this time in this class and like figure out what rotation of spells yeah. makes me not be a dead person because it was actually hard to live in the one to ten zone sometimes. Yeah. Like you would just get stomped. You could get like overrun. Whereas now in WoW, every class feels like the
0: same class for like the entire leveling process, because you can kinda just hit one. Also, all I, the time. I think Burning Crusade was like the moment that in world pvp died to me because they had so many battlegrounds and they also had arenas they, just, they had so many ways people could get out the want to kill people like i didn't no one really just showed up to a zone where newbies were like "Ha ha, ha i'm killing yeah. you no one did that anymore. They, did, they did add a well i think part of it also is they,
1: ad, they added world pvp as zones where like they had a thing that was happening like yeah. those towers and stuff yeah that was, that was fine. I just, it's the, it's the really cynical, I horrible just shit that. they added that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, well, that stuff I hated, uh, because I, I especially hated having to come back every day to do garrisons and shit like that, and the only reason I had to do garrisons was because I wanted to, like, get Unfo- a thing in my garrison. Unfortunately, they're Activision now yeah and so like but it sucked because they
1: they were like okay now we're excited to see tracer and ready player one she's in the center of the frame
0: because they paid the most money but it's like they like wow does that thing where they have the fuck the stupid top of the morning love buildings that you have to build (laughs) i hate it anyways let's yeah let's do one question (laughs) it is i was i
1: really thought we'd get more questions done but we had stuff to cover we can podcast forever, can't we? We could. <laughs> I don't mean today. I just mean like, wow, like we are just going and we
0: don't really run out of stuff. So I, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Are there any languages you want to learn? There's
1: also been, yeah, there's been, a, there's been a wolf. There's, There's been somebody's furry husband on the cover, on the screens behind us this entire time. Because they embedded e- pictures in their emails. Like some kind of monster.
0: Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to read it without... Yeah, so... You're trying uh, to read it while dodging all of the free parts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, his his only question is, are there any languages you want to learn? Yes, all of them. Like, are you being serious? Yeah. You want to learn every language? I mean, if this is like a wish scenario... No, I like, think it's like, no. a, in a practicality sense... No, like learning in... languages is hard. Okay.
1: <laughs> I just want to, like, get the, the babble fish or whatever the fuck. Just win at languages... I want universal translators. I think I, I want everyone to, like that's the coolest shit ever. That's that's the secret crazy thing that uh, makes the Mass Effect universe work the way it's that it does is that everyone could just talk to each like other. Doctor Who. And it's just no big deal. Yeah, like Doctor Who. Yeah, like they'd be so fucked if they couldn't talk to each other. Which they tease in Andromeda because you have a first contact with aliens that you can't talk with and you're like oh shit how do we do first contact and like it's like is this gonna get out of hand like whatever we do like we don't shoot first right like we gotta see if we can like make a peaceful interaction with these people we can't talk to I'm like oh shit this is tense I wonder what they're gonna do with it they're gonna do nothing with it they're gonna do nothing with it this game's a waste of everything god damn it okay but um... ten minutes later you go to fucking capital city of a new alien race and you can talk to each other and you're like what the fuck why does this work just throw this opportunity out the window
0: but yeah languages are good Learning languages sucks. (laughs) I want to. Oh, I mean, the two languages I'm learning now are, uh, or trying to become fluent in, are French and Japanese. So I would like to just be fluent in those. I want to learn whatever Um, language I encounter. Uh, other than that, I don't (laughs) think I have. I don't think there's another language I want to learn.
1: I don't live in a location or or associate with people that as generally leads to me even encountering another language. Yeah. Ever.
0: Like just ever. I mean, the, so like the worst I, case is like Spanish. If I
1: enter a situation where I'm going to start need, encountering a language, then then that is the one on the list. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not learning the language where I'm going. I don't, I have yeah. no plans to. I don't want to learn Arabic. It's like super hard and a pain. <laughs> it's like super hard. It's like super hard. It's worse than Japanese. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cause it's literally Sanskrit. I don't want to learn I mean, it's, that.
1: It's generally easier to learn Germanic languages because we already speak
0: one. Yes. Which so is... German's a good place to start. I don't want to learn German. <laughs> I don't like German. You don't like German. I don't like the fact they just keep going. The wor- even like the yeah. way the words keep going. Yeah, I don't like that. You the secret
1: stop. is that that makes the language easier. The secret is that I
0: don't want because to... all the
1: long words are actually just a series of words put together, which means you have to learn f- learn fewer words. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. You need to stop. The uh, so like yeah. like the schwarzwälder kirschtorte is the black forest cherry cake. Those are just all words said together. It's like it's actually just like how we call like it's like if you if you say apple pie, yeah. It's like what if there just wasn't a space? <laughs> That's kind of how a lot of the nouns work. Is that they're kind of just aren't two word nouns or multi word nouns? It's a pain. They just it just becomes one. It's a, the compound word is literally just the words put together. Yeah, that's a pain. So whenever you see a big, like scary German word, it's usually actually just a compound word, which means it's
0: not actually, it's kind of not technically one word, basically. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I think, I think once I learn French and Japanese fluently, I'll just be done forever. I'll just be like, well, the rest of the world doesn't have languages that matter, and uh, goodbye. And then I'll just go on with my life. Because I already know Spanish, and I know English. Hmm. And I mean, English is a good place to start. English is a very we're, helpful we're place We're very lucky. Yeah. I mean, whenever the... Like, in
1: the world economy and stuff like that, people are forced to learn English. Yeah. Like, I think... Well, doesn't the UN have all of its meetings in English and stuff like that? I think that? so, like, yeah. I think everyone, like... Everyone has to learn English. Like,
0: I'm just... English is <laughs> easiest. Uh, yeah. To, easiest to start with. If you start out with English as your default, you're pretty... You're pretty on the right track already. I'm not like um, I'm not one of those people that's like if you want to live in this country, you better fucking speak English no. and all that. Like that, it,
1: that that it will help that you. Horrible shit. But I do think that like the ideal future is when there's at least one language that everyone speaks, even if they all speak, even if people speak other stuff. Yeah, like you know, like. Like how fantasy fantasy universes have common and stuff yeah. like that. Like and but I mean, at this point, it seems like English would be the choice. Because I mean, there's a lot of a lot of already, uh, a lot of Hispanic families
0: it. here do that, where they yeah. they speak Spanish at home, but when they're out in public, they speak English. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's how they can function in society is it, speaking it, it language. It just seems like if,
1: if we're ever going to reach a future where everyone can communicate with everybody else, period. Y'all got to pick one which language. That's great. Good. Yeah, everyone has to pick one language. And I'm just saying,
0: English seems like a likely candidate. I know that there's obviously... seems like there's more English speakers than anything else. Yeah, I mean like... (laughs) Because India, everybody in India speaks English, so by default we win.
1: (laughs) Like you you already have these mega countries like India and China that have their own culture and their own language and everything. And they're all all learning English. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if they've already chosen English and then all the English-speaking countries exist, it's like... Well, I would not at this point. Like that's the path of least resistance, isn't it? English is just easier. Uh, What's the stat that like I, I don't know if it's true or not, or if it's just, like a Snapple cap lie because Snapple cap lies to you all the time. <laughs> uh But like, there's like supposed to be some sort of metric. That, like, supposedly, like there's more people in China learning English than speak it in the United States. Like, that's how crazy the stats are. That is because just so sounds like a so Snapple widespread. lie. That's ridiculous. It might be a Snapple lie. It might be one of those bullshit things like the fucking daddy long leg has the most poisonous venom. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, but it can't penetrate human skin. And by that we mean it's not a spider and it doesn't have venom and it doesn't have fangs. Because it's a weird, it's a harvestman. It's just a weird little ball on legs that
0: walks around. Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: just naughty. It's just literally not a spider.
0: I'm trying to, yeah, I don't. Yeah, because like I said, I already know English and Spanish. And I don't, I mean, I, I have never used Spanish in my life.
1: And is, that, is that what you did in high school? Because yeah. for those for those of you that don't know in the outside world, in the United States, uh, you're generally required to take two years of a foreign language in high school. Yep, but or if you're, but uh, if you're, three years if you don't
0: have enough credits.
1: Yeah, they, they, rec- they recommend three. Yeah, I think they recommend three minimum if you're going to college. Yes, and then they recommend four if you want to get like any sort of like credit for it like like that like counts a, towards college yeah. or something, so you can get a head start. I only got three in, and I was mad about that, but I mean, my, my my schedule made it impossible to take a fourth year of German, because the only year of uh, the only class of German 4 that existed, which was a hybrid German 3-4 class, because so few people got German 4, it was at the same time as a class I had no choice but to take. Aww. So I was like, okay, so I just can't take German 4. That, so I TA'd for that teacher instead, because I, I didn't have a thing to fill my other slot of my schedule. I just had an empty piece of schedule, because our... I still yeah. didn't have enough classes overall. So I just uh instead of taking something else, I just TA'd for my German class and I was TA so I was grading German 1 papers and that was my that was what I did instead of German I And it keeps you up. Uh, yeah, I was known as ruthless apparently. <laughs> I, was, I was very mean to all the German 1
0: students. Good. I I my regret is not taking I mean they were wrong. My regret was not take I was taking Spanish. I wish I took something else. Do but you, Do you forget all of it anyway? No. I still oh. remember Spanish. I just I refused to use it. <laughs> I mean, um, does there context to use it usually, even? Um there's been situations where it would have been probably better if I had just spoken Spanish to somebody. like mm. a lot when I did construction a lot, there's a lot of times where the uh, the people I was working with only spoke well, not only, but they would speak Spanish amongst themselves. And when you try to give them inf- like relay information, sometimes it's ho- like the words get lost like when you say, Hey, could you grab me this thing or this object?' It would help if I just said it in Spanish because they would get it faster. You just won't? No, I won't. Why? I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I personally have a, a very big disgust. Are you just mad at your own teacher? No, or no. I'm I, I, like, I disgusted. Like you're scorning them? I'm like disgusted by the Spanish language. I hate everything about it. I hate the way it sounds. I hate all the words that exist. I hate the structure of it. You just learned did you just learn to hate it over the course of trying yes. to learn it or something? As I was learning it, I just oh, became weird. so bitter towards it. And I was already stuck in it, so I was like, I'm not gonna just switch to French one or German <laughs> one. Unusual.
1: This is so, a, this is unusual. So yeah, so
0: I know it. So if people speak Spanish to me, I understand what you're saying. But I will not speak back to you. Now you know what to do, guys. All of your criticisms of his on his channel, just, just post them in Spanish. <laughs> I can read them. I just will not respond to them in Spanish. I mean, ninety percent of the time I'll probably delete your comment because I think it's disgusting, and I don't want your disgusting language on my channel. Wow, this will go over great. It's and no, it's fine. If people, if that's what you want to speak, that's okay. I personally will not tolerate it, and that's a, and that's just my thing. I also, I also personally won't tolerate a lot of other you've languages. Cho-
1: you've chosen the strangest hill to die on. <laughs> For me, my Germans reached the point where like I would be like that girl in Lost, where they like they, they have you, did you watch the, the first season of Lost, like the very beginning? Maybe yeah. All? There's a part where they interact, they they're on like a hilltop and they encounter like a radio signal that has a voice on it, and I think it's speaking French or something. And like, does anyone speak French? Like, what are we gonna do? Like, oh, this one, this one person, like like the the one blonde girl, like spoke like French in high school or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, what does it mean? What is it saying? And she's like sobbing. He's like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. Like, she's at like that level of like, yeah. it's like they took it once upon a time but then once it, once it's counting, like it's not working and like, what do I do? Like, that's my German. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's like the blonde girl on the hill and lost. It's like,
1: I can't, I can't, I can't understand I'm the, it.
0: Meanwhile, on the opposite of like, hey, what is it saying? I'm not gonna tell you. Fuck you. I, I will not translate <laughs> this disgusting language. It's like, okay, well, you're not helpful at all. Push off cliff. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I wasn't impressed how little people could learn how little progress some people made though oh in languages yeah like when i was when i was taking german we were on our last day of the first year and it, like our teacher was just saying the most basic like, like two, yeah he was just <laughs> saying basic like two words uh questions at us and we we're just supposed to respond and it's just it's just little little practice and that yeah. was it uh he said v gates and the response was shoko shake so it's like it's like how how are you doing Chocolate shake, and I'm like, it's it's the last day of the first year. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, like, I think do you this guys is, not know that's you didn't progress past the first week yet. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> people... like everyone else is like, i don't mean a conversation with Dyson and then they're like, this person can't ask how you're doing. And
0: I like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can do that with. I mean, with French, I I put a lot of effort, a lot more effort into it than I thought I would, uh, for no real gain. Because I already went to France, and I couldn't speak the language very well. So then you're just going back in afterwards now? Well, oh, yeah, I, I might as well finish it, because I might probably... Might well finish French, well, so you yeah. prestige French. Might, yeah, I, mean, I want to <laughs> get, like, 3 3 I've hit, I've, hit, I've hit a French New Game Plus. Yeah, pretty much. And so, I mean, so I can ask, like, I can ask, uh, how's your day going? Do you like to eat? I have all the achievements
1: in the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> They
0: they not have achievements. <laughs> do they really? Uh, no, not Rosetta Stone. Uh, the app I <laughs> use has like a like a score system. Of course and stuff. they do. But uh, I I just turn it off. Like there's a notification. I'll pop I mean up. that's that's where the
1: that's where the like emotional manipulation becomes less sinister. Is it's when, when it's, it's used, used to gamify to... a process. Yeah. They where you're trying to get yourself to do it every day, like working out or learning a language. Yeah. It's when it's like we want your money that it's like oh yeah. stop and it's no. and
0: it's nice. I mean it uh, it's just like I can so I can make basic like small talk with somebody in french but like i tried like i watched a video of, like very some,
1: very small yeah, talk. yeah very
0: very small talk use small um, words please <laughs> yeah and it's and you can't use slang which is really hard because oh, like yeah. french has a lot of sl- uh, slang and so like yeah i'll hear i'll try All to like fun stuff where you literally can't
1: translate it yeah like like, when I, like the type of thing where you'll put it into google translate and then it'll just become math, nonsense like mush, because they're yeah. not
0: speaking because it doesn't literally translate because they're saying a weird turn of phrase yeah and that's another reason is, for, the, for those of you wondering, that's another reason why when you put stuff into Google Translate English to translate it to a different language yep. and it doesn't work is usually because you're speaking in a way that does is isn't structurally sound in that language. Or we're or saying something not literal. You, yeah, you're saying a word that doesn't work yep. right. So there's like, yeah, a lot of, like French has a lot of those. Like where that's like, hot. Like, yeah. Like that's it's hot. Like- uh ow <laughs> <laughs> like that's not what they meant yeah and like french has a lot of them too where it's like there are different ways for different genders to say stuff there's more than one way to skin a cat and, it's like, yeah what <laughs> well french says people like why are you skinning cats <laughs> it's yeah and so there's uh, it's 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 frustrating but um i don't know so there's a language i want to learn french and japanese you don't whatever is necessary for your life
1: if I enter in a life situation where it becomes more useful to learn another language, then that would be the answer to the question. Hopefully it's German, because you, uh, you have some experience. <laughs> At the moment, I just want to learn how to talk to my parents. <laughs> it's like they speak another
0: language. Uh, it's okay, Keith. Just focus on the positives. They'll die one day, and then you don't have to speak to them anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to learn a language if the entire species is dead. <laughs>
1: like, it's amazing how much shorthand is built into so much stuff. Like, it's something you can't measure. But when you're around somebody a lot, then it's just so easy to talk forever about whatever because you figured out all the boundaries and all the shorthands and what, yeah. and what you know both know about stuff. And like, there's like, like we've reached the point where we can just talk forever.
0: Yeah, I could go. And on.
1: It's amazing to be that the people that I that raised me. Partly due to distance that already existed, and partly due to like just years of absence from each other in the meantime, due to like being adult yeah. now and everything, is like how much can build up between you as a result. Yeah. As like, as in not, not like a rapport, but the
0: opposite, like a fence. Yeah, like, like a wall is being built yeah. as, your time, as time goes on. Yeah. It's, I mean, another thing too is like it's also dependent on how that person is. If mm-hmm. they change, if there's somebody who like changes drastically from when you previously knew them it can yeah. be hard to, like, suddenly walk in that boundary because you're like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Where did this, like, why is there a mine right here? Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. It wasn't here yesterday. And it's like, like you're where's ma- the, this mine? Yeah, you yeah. know, like, it's because now it becomes a minefield. You're like, it was clear all of a sudden. It's, what it, happened? And it's not even a purely generational thing. It's also just, like... Friends from school yeah. and things like that. It happens that. to anybody. It just all that happens is like you. There's some either distance or life change or something is like different. Like I don't
1: know if it's right to do it this way or not, but like I sometimes treat friendship as if it has like an expiration date. Mm, I mean like, that's a pretty. Where, no, I think it's a healthy way to look at it. Or specifically like an expiration date when you're separate. Yeah. Like when you're when you don't talk to each other for enough years, you. Func- it's like you, you basically don't know that person anymore, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like I think of like uh, I, had a, I had this classmate named Craig that I. Like they're there from the beginning, beginning of school, like all the way, like when you like started first school? year, like like, and then all the way through all of middle school and high school, and I, I just I just always knew that person. Yeah, and then we graduated high school, and basically never again, that one scary accident I had where I drove south and everything, yeah, the big long drive where I had people in the car and we fishtailed and everything, that was us one year after graduation doing a surprise birthday for that person. Oh, we're just going gonna to go visit that person because we haven't seen them in a year because they moved to, to like Santa Barbara and we're all still around in, in like Central California. And it's like there's a huge gap. So we haven't seen each other. Yeah. And like that's the kind of thing that keeps that kind of relationship alive. Like of knowing a person. Yeah, You have to like communicate. Yeah. But instead, uh, that was the last time I talked to them basically for years and years. And like just one day I just see on Facebook like they have like a degenerative disease and they've had it for a while. And it's like affecting their life. And I'm like, I oh. literally never heard about this. Like, I'm like, that's how like, I'm just like blown away by like how out of touch we are and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like all these things. And I'm like, I literally like I checked in one day just because I remembered that they had a band once and I was looking into like, uh, they have one song stuck in my brain just all the time. Like I actually used it multiple times. I've actually used the song multiple times during those like those dumb old videos that like that were like commentary free, like video game music, like play, put your music in this game and we, like, oh, record yeah, that and yeah. throw it up. I've done multiple videos of the same song because I just keep thinking about it and going back to it. And I was finally like, you know, like they probably don't even use the song or care about it for anything. And they didn't, they don't have their, like their band doesn't even exist. And stuff yeah. like that. I was like, I wonder if I could just like get permission to use it as like a credit song or something because I just keep thinking about it. And that's when I find out about like all this shit. I'm like, wow, like I just don't, <laughs> I'm just not yeah. in this you're like, not in this loop. We're so separate yeah. at this point, and I'm so out of touch on everything. I'm like, how do you even talk to somebody <laughs> with that when so much stuff is like? A, you basically have to like try to reintroduce yourself.
0: It's, it's really tough, but honestly, you have to you fake it till it until you figure it out. You do that thing where like you, just you pretend you're you pre- ha- yeah, is, you pretend like normal. time hasn't passed, yeah, and then you figure out slowly what has changed, and then when you figure that out, you can kind of like wiggle your way into going like, all right, mm-hmm. so I know you you've changed on this you're still the same on that i know we can connect on these things and once you it's like a couple awkward hangout sessions but once that happens you just go like and we're back to normal everything's fine but uh and i mean i I get worried about that sometimes because there's like i'll have friends and i'm like i don't want to lose those people so then i have to like i feel weirdly incessant to like talk to them even if there's nothing to talk about and it's like a because i don't want like even if the distance, you know, like you're saying, it's like, well, like we haven't talk it, to this person it's, it's for like, years. It's like, now it's... you get
1: now you get to deal with the fun gamble of, like, how do you manage, like, Joe and Kel now that they don't live anywhere nearby yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, it's... you don't want that to just go away. Yeah, I don't want those. Like, you don't at want some those... point, you run out of people. Yeah. Like, I, like that, because I had, I had a mass exodus. I'm the one who stayed here. Yeah. So, there was a mass exodus when high school ended, and there was another, and then I made new friends in college, and then they all left. And I'm like, all right. Like the like the if you saw the unfairness episodes, like that crew is just largely gone. Yeah, like they're mostly just scattered, just to, scattered the to the winds all over the world and stuff like that. And it's like, it's yeah, it's like hard to figure out like how to hold on to anyone or whether it's even you should. Like, you should. Like, I don't. Will, like, will you even make contact with some of these people? I don't think in the there's future? a reason
0: to. Honestly, I think yeah. that there's like it. It's like I said. I think it's okay to have to have an expiration date on a friendship but but, even, but the rough thing is you never learn how
1: to make new friends because you yeah. were like forced to be in a building with these people yes. that's how you met um, and a lot of people then are like a lot of people never learn how to make friends yeah because they make they all their friends are from high school and then maybe from college if they go to college and then their next friends come from work
0: and so and that's me and i'm stuck in that weird yeah. precarious position where i'm like I made friends in school, and we both but work, I never went we to college. We both co- work in our, yeah, in our house. I never went to college, but I work at home, so like I never meet people. And the only time I meet people is like if I'm at the store or something, I'm like, oh, this person looks like someone I can communicate with. I can't do it because they're working, so never mm. mind that forever. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not going to walk up to a stranger on the street and just be like, hey, do you like anime? And they'd be like, I don't know you, and please leave, because you are dressed very scarily. And it's like, I don't but so and i don't know and it's the
1: weirdest barriers because like kind of the, like some of them are like nonsense anyway like i like i know bird and wander because i reached out once yeah it was literally my first try i was like hey you want to make videos together or something and then like here we are like four years later yep it's like i didn't even it what i didn't even I did the same thing with you i didn't even try multiple times yeah. <laughs> i tried once like that's all it really takes yeah but it's like a hard me- me- uh, mental barrier to get past sometimes it's why i valued like visiting bird when he came like he came into the area. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's it's a 90-minute drive there, 90-minute drive back. It's It's not great, but it's like the alternative is maybe never ever see bird in person ever." <laughs> Cuz that might be the like, case. It's
0: such an over that's such a looming threat. It's like, yeah it's like I will never see you. Like, I've known if them, you I've don't known come them
1: to this lunch today. Like I've known I've known, I've known I've known both of them online forever and like You've met Wander about one year Yeah, about one year after knowing them, Wander came here and, yeah. and like stayed at my house for half a week, and we played through Demon Souls, and we hung out in your garage and played stuff for a bit. And yeah. he was doing a job interview thing and didn't end up moving to the area, unfortunately. So that, Bird's that never. It.
0: But Bird like moved. Yeah, he like moved uh, twice or Bird. Once? Bird. He like moved once for a job, and then he just is. That's where he's going to probably be forever now, theoretically.
1: I mean, he yeah, he might just be up in Washington like forever. Yeah, forever. So. And it's like,
0: well, I don't have any reason yeah. to go to Washington, so I guess we'll never <laughs> see each other. So like,
1: I I, I made a trip even though I'm like we're not gonna make videos out of this or anything. Like this, I'm just gonna go have lunch with Bird. Yeah, but that was like that was like that was like it was literally like I like I just took it for granted. Like once the option was available, I'm like this, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, why would I not do that, even though, like, I mean, like it doesn't go anywhere, but yeah, obviously... That's,
0: that was, I mean, that was... <laughs> and I did new... not
1: want to go there. That place
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was my... That was my, a lot of my... Uh, Could you not? That With was a lot of honking. my uh, reasoning for going to... Uh, was going to France as well, was because it was an opportunity that presented itself to meet yeah. a friend in person that I've known for a year. Yep. And it's like, I would like to meet this which person. Which you met
1: in the Discord because you met somebody at a midnight release for a video game.
0: Yeah. so weird. <laughs> it's like, the connections are so... And the, w- the way I met her is also stupid. Which like, is like, yeah. I had her help me set up webcams in my home to be viewed outside of my per- private network. And so, like, I had her view my webcam in my home to check if it worked... And like that was how. Doing your we, weird live streaming your house phase. No, that, before I, that. What? This was just when I was just first setting up my cameras. Oh. And I was like, hey, I just need to make sure. I just went on the Discord one night and I was like, who's up? I need to make sure if these cameras work. And she was just like, I'm up and I'm working and not doing anything. What's up? And I was like, test this. And then we just talked. And then next thing you know, you're skiing in France. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, hi. I guess we're just friends. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know how it. I don't even know how. Like, that's the thing. I don't know how you do that like i don't know how to start that but (laughs) even though it's like not hard it's not hard technically but but like i don't, don't yeah i just don't know how you start that and like the other thing too is i don't know how to maintain it i don't know any process of friendship besides just like hey i'm andrew and i'm always here and if you can if you need something just say something and andrew's always here and that's all i know how to do please don't just i'm I'm always here, like, I don't, what, I don't know what to do to maintain friendship half the time. I just, like, if people say, hey, Andrew, how's it going? I am good. How are you? Let's talk for a while. And when they don't talk to me anymore, I just go, like, okay, that's fine. Good by forever. Yeah, I'm just, like, I guess they'll talk to me when they need me. Yet, I've always done
1: like... something wrong socially, because uh, <laughs> just every every circle of friends, every group, every every connection that ever happens, like, I have to manually probe for every encounter to happen.
0: Mm, like,
1: yeah. I have to make, like, game nights happen, or, or let's go to this thing, or let's meet up somewhere, or let's... Like, literally every instance of thing, I always set up. Yeah. Because none of my friendships have ever led to, like, invitations. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like hey you want to go do this thing like I, I just don't end up going anywhere unless unless i plan set it up it, yeah. from scratch
0: and there's no i mean there's yeah it kind of sucks at times because like i i mean i'm also one of those people like i never set up anything myself and i always just so wait it leads to a thing him. where like
1: every group of circle every every circle of friends i'm like i guess i wasn't the reason anyone was there yeah i guess and that's... they were all there for each other yeah. and the moment i don't actively make myself a part of it i'll just
0: disappear yeah <laughs> i'm like, <laughs> Well, great. That feels—that's a great thing to realize. And that's—and I mean, it's great. tough too because we're especially because <laughs> we're getting to that age where um, a lot of people are now bunkered down in this like really uh, like it's like a two-person, it's like a co-op mode. Where people are like, "All right, we're like married or in a relationship, and now oh it's like God, this is a
1: weird way to introduce what I already know what you're going to say." Yeah,
0: it's like it's they're, well, they're in that weird situation where they have there are two people that have each other, mm-hmm. so technically they don't. Need, they're less likely yeah, to even reach out. They don't need the, the other. Yeah, people. a lot of people and are hunkering down, and it's like I don't, I don't know why that's satisfying to you, but please don't, because as friend, don't
1: like that's not you know. Yeah, like, I know a lot of people that are paired off, so they're kind of just like quieting down yeah and, and it's, it's like, like what's, uh, what's
0: happening shit. stop doing that you're still a person like you're not one you're like not one blob stop like it's and i get it like some people are just i don't know they just don't care anymore they just don't have the need because they're because they're attached to some fucking other human every day so they're like i don't need to have social interaction there's, there's, a, there's a probably some on value of it.
1: consistency too and just that you get like you you have your job and you have your routine you have all the stuff that you have yeah. to deal with all the time to like it's just it's almost it almost like feels like you're like being in a relationship with someone is almost like the equivalent of like having a television. What show you watch mindlessly every night is just yeah. like that. The, there's something that's just always there, so you don't have to try for anything else necessarily. Yeah, it's, so like I think that, once, once there's just somebody that's home with you all the time, then you just kind of stop. Maybe
0: I yeah, know. I I don't know. It's tough because I've never been in that. I, position. I watched my
1: dad just fall into the same routine and the same rut of like, I I. Like he'd work his job all day, and he'd go home, and he'd watch like laugh track comedies, <laughs> and they'd eat dinner, and like go to work in the morning, and like loop, and like and like loop to right? the point where it's like I'm like I don't, it's hard to like come up with like what is like like does he have interests or hobbies like yeah he likes motorcycles I guess which is part of his job but it's more but of like, like it... I don't I'm like where do you like what do you but doesn't that what seems, do you like doesn't that seem
0: scary though. It kind of scares me to the idea of, like, some people will get into this, like, complacent loop that they live their lives in where it's like, wake up, do thing, do thing, do thing. And it's, like, the same thing. It's always the same thing. Which is why everyone freaks out when they hear about Max. Max. Yeah, and his like crazy and digital his, like, hobo style, and, and like, like I'm like I'm
1: gonna just change countries every three months, and or change jobs. Now I'm at PayPal. Now I'm, yeah. at, now I'm on the Google campus. And, like and all, it's like all this crazy is happening. I'm they're like, you're need... going to die because that's not how humans work.
0: Because yeah. they're all like stuck in their
1: they need, infinite need yeah they of have this being the same they forever. Have, like
0: they've been instructed to follow this like almost bleak and sad future of like monotony this, this because like, they've been told like that's security you that could, you can almost enter a state of like.
1: Like, like we always talk about like fanboyism and like how somebody will like stand by a certain thing no matter what, and like they have and because the, they've attached their identity to that thing, and so like yeah. that media has to be good or that character has to be good or whatever the fuck. But like the most personal thing ever is lifestyle fanboyism, uh, where yeah. it's like this is the life I've chosen and I can't undo my decisions that led here, and I've committed this much to this thing, I have to be right.
0: Yeah. Like that's another thing is that's that's it's like this one of the other problems. Which is the most depressing, horrible yeah, thing ever. Which that's is one of the things I which hate. Which
1: is about kind p- of why Night Night in the Woods was like the best game last year because <laughs> it's about uh, some of that shit is yeah. just people being committed to where they've ended up and like
0: I have to justify this. Yeah, I have to make this. work. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I like I like me. That's why one of the reasons I've always hated like marriage entirely because a lot of people instruct you to do that. They instruct you like once you get married, you commit to that was a good choice, and you will thick it out. It, thin that, and, it was like, rough, like seeing like all like my life was planned for me for as uh, for a while. Yeah.
1: Like you go to school, you had to get good grades in high school to get good grades in college to get a job to get married to have kids yeah. to get a house There's... with a two point two children and a dog <laughs> and like a specific like rail rail like, like no, life on like rails. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's weird because like it's like. On some they want they, they supposedly want what's good for you and everything right like, yeah. that's like the point but also like they don't know how to do it they don't and either the, yeah. and they know how to do it even less when the world changes because like the economy that they got it in is not what the economy like yeah. the world reality that they did it in isn't the one that we have but also just this idea of like what
0: if you just have any other plans for your life like yeah, and what it's, if you don't want the exact life that and, they had and it's one of those things that like worries like not I guess not worries me, but it kind of like freaks me out when I see people committed to certain things that are very like certain um like that like the house and the dog and the mm-hmm. kids, like people have those mindsets, and I'm like, like I think you've been conditioned to do something, you should not do that, like, and people will just justify it like super strong, like no, I want children it's like i don't know if that's serious or that you're terrified of the thought that maybe you don't and you don't know what else to fill that gap with mm-hmm. like do you do you actually need to have a house that's like three stories and four baths or do you just feel like you have to have that because your parents grew up in those kind of homes like it's a really it's a
1: really confusing thing where like my uh, my grandparents are all really religious like church on sunday and all these different variations of whatever and, and they believe in it and like if you like if you question anything at all, it will not go well. Yeah. Not even if you're not even trying to antagonize anyone. You're literally just trying to under, just asking like, a understand question, understand like,
0: something. Yeah.
1: Like, boy, did that not end well when my grandfather, uh, <laughs> when we talked about what happened about the people before Jesus, and I was like, uh, what happened to all the people before Jesus? Like, were they just all they all go to hell because he didn't show up yet? Or like, it's like, oh, and, like I think he said something along the lines of, like people before Jesus. Due to their ignorance, like were judged separately, essentially, and it's like, and it was just after Jesus. Once that was, then it's like, then you don't have the excuse anymore. So then you have to be Christian <laughs> and or you something.
0: Don't have the excuse,
1: and I'm like, so I'm like, does that mean that Jesus just doomed every, a bunch of people to hell then by even showing up? Since everyone was okay before then, but then he shows up, and then that dooms people to hell because now they have to be judged when they weren't before, and he was not happy with that idea that well, that that that's that, criticism that the idea of Jesus being the anti savior. <laughs> but
0: I'm I was literally just asking how it worked. Well yeah, but you're asking you were but, asking but a question. But by asking a question, yeah.
1: it somehow is immediately a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not even like I'm not I'm, I'm I'm literally just probing to see if you have an answer for that, because surely you've thought about this before. No. And the answer is no. No. The answer for a lot of stuff about how people really their lives or religion, and a bunch of things, is like oftentimes they're like they have like the most basic patch over it. Yeah. Like uh it's like when you question the plot of a movie, and like, well, that's there because of that. And they're like, okay, but why that?
0: And yeah, why? they're like,
1: I don't think like they didn't think that far. Like yeah. that was they had the one satisfied. Like if you already believe in a thing or already think a thing is good or already buy into something, the first surface level answer you get is immediately satisfying, and you don't yeah. question it anymore, even if that didn't necessarily make sense either. And that's how it easily gets patched. And so like oftentimes we'd get one question deep, and that was it. Yeah. And like I couldn't go any further and I'm like um, you've you can go You've been thinking about this all the time your whole life, haven't you? Mm. And you haven't thought about that next question yet? Yeah. It's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. It's like a, and it's like it's it's so hard to convey that stuff and that, that and it's not just a religion thing, it is a lifestyle thing of like a lot of choices. Yeah. You will have a life where you get a house and you get kids and a car and a 9 to 5 job and like there's a specific arc to it all. Otherwise, you failed or something. <laughs> yeah. like it's basically like that's yeah. how the judgment is, and like so, then, like so, like we have a we have a hell of a loop here where we had like we had parent we had grandparents that all like served in the military and are religious and all these other things. Then like a middle generation that's after that, like no military stuff comes up, and then no one's particularly religious, religious, religious. religious. Uh, then you get to m- like me and my brother. Who are like not even slightly religious, and he's gay, and I'm not even pursuing relationships even a little bit. And, and I'm, like, just, yeah. I'm just like I'm just I'm just dealing with like jobs and
0: crap. And Everything's just... like off rails for both <laughs> you and your brother, and, and it's like, just like oh god, it's all destroyed. Like,
1: we both went to college, but neither of us are using our degrees for our jobs. But like our parents <laughs> didn't go to college, so they don't know how college works anyway. And it's like I'm just I'm like, making living on the internet now. <laughs> yeah, I'm an so, in, I'm an introvert that has massive exposure and like. I'm, yeah weird, like no nothing's
0: planned nothing works it's a weird <laughs> and that's why that's why like it that's to me it's always weird to see people like i i don't i don't mind that there are people that want a thing like yeah. yeah there's always going to be people that want stupid shit you know like people but, like the people want...
1: that buy into the but, gen-
0: the generic way of doing things they try to course correct you yes they try they, to they, but they the, think what, you
1: have to be fixed
0: or something yeah, wrong but the people that think that their way of life is the correct way of life it's like no 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 it's good for you because you're willing to tolerate that. Mm-hmm. I think it's shit, and I'm not going to do it. And they're like, what else are you going to do? Literally anything but that. Like, like I could do literally anything like, else but it that. It can be surprisingly hard to convince some
1: people that I'm not, like, a welfare queen or something. Like, which is literally, like, not even applicable to yeah. how any part of my life works. But because I'm not working a 9-to-5 job in an office or something, like, they literally can't comprehend... What I do where your money comes even from. when I explain it in like not complicated terms It doesn't fit their view of the world. Yeah, so it like it's like it just dumps back out Yeah, like I mean I, like I've had to re-explain my job to my dad like 12 times and it doesn't I, work I've done that. I still get asked how's your how's your podcast doing by a significant portion of my family on both sides of my family when that's not my job. <laughs> like, that's not where the money comes from. Yeah. But that's the word they remember yeah. out of all the things I've talked about. Because the rest of it is, doesn't it's, work. It's garbage or garbled to them. Like, yeah. I think my dad thinks I'm Adam Carolla. Because, <laughs> like, that's something he can that, That's something he he can can process. Con- he can conceptualize Because every day it, at yeah. work, we'd listen to Adam Corolla. Yeah. Like, his show on the radio. And then eventually his podcast. And it's like, so now he thinks I'm Adam Corolla, I think. And that's good enough. Which right now I am a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> at this exact moment. At this exact moment. But this doesn't make shit for money. Yeah. This makes negative money because I pay for a SoundCloud subscription that costs more than the total revenue of all the podcasts probably. Whoops. But I just like to do podcasts. We've been yeah. doing that. We did podcasts before we did Let's Plays.
0: Yeah. Isn't that, that's but,
1: crazy to think about, like, right? I
0: have that with my I have that with my grandparents though. Like I try to explain that I work from home doing programming on a contractual basis and they're like, well, it's not consistent it's like no nope. it's not that's, that's what, the yeah. point that's why i'm working so much and they're like well why don't you just get a nine to five it's like it doesn't fit with the rest of my lifestyle which is why i'm not doing it and it's like then they see me doing like and college then, and like how are you gonna have time for college if you have almost, a job and it's, it's like it's like, <laughs> like they think it's like illegitimate right yeah yeah and then they'll say like and so my grandmother will send me jobs like she'll see like oh there's a programming job and I'm like i don't i don't need and the job i have a job any, anything like,
1: that doesn't fit into the right slot yeah. isn't legitimate and it's one thing when it's like, I'm making money from playing video games, but it's like, it's shockingly hard just to explain to people. Yeah. Like when you do a contract programming work, which sounds legitimate as fuck. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I full-time work on programming for a job and it's like, but, but, but not, you're not in an
0: office. Like the way it's I've like, explained doing it, it correctly. Like the way I've, well, I've explained it to them multiple times is like, imagine when you call someone on the phone to come to your house. And your plumbing, and it's like co- it's the same thing, except yeah. the company's doing it for me. Because contract
1: and- work is how most jobs are throughout history. That's, I figured like a contract I, job would be easy to. Like, like you go back to the old timey times, and <laughs> like when I'm playing Kingdom Come Deliverance, and yeah. like that is a blacksmith. Guess what? People have to come to him and contract to ask a- for work yeah. to hey, can you make me a spade or something with your metal powers? And that's his job is waiting yeah. for contracts to come in. That's that what my fulfills. dad does, is my dad does contracts. Your dad work. is a contractor. He works at an upholstery shop alone and people come in with like a boat or whatever the fuck and, and he just contracts has a sk- and he has a map of a schedule. Yeah. I got a call from my optometrist. Which is contract work yes. like or not, even, not, not? Whether that's the right word or not It's like it's people walking in to do the thing Like you don't have You don't have an infinite guaranteed supply Like of of Customers yeah. you just hope they keep coming in Forever yeah. and you hopefully just have they to, do You just have to like work Which, by really the way hard. Optometrists are fucking confusing right you, Kinda yeah Do you have a special one in town that like just sits in one Building forever and you it, just go to them it, uh, I hate you Why? So in more populated parts of the world, everything sucks. Uh, Every optometrist you can find seemingly jumps between seven different stores all week, and you have to make an appointment with them individually, and then they'll tell you what store they're on on a particular day. What? Because they go to, like, Walmarts and Sam's Clubs and shit, and, like, go to all the different eye clinics. It's, like, it's it's amazing. It's impressively annoying. Every place that sells glasses has, like, a temporary has like a part-time eye clinic in there that you have oh. to schedule with them.
0: You go to like one of those places in a store. But like there's like no like there are like no just a dude. Yeah, mine is it's just insane. like mine is a building that is just for an optometrist. I hate it. I hate it. I can't It's it's fantastic. I love I cuz I it's the same Ugh. guy. He remembers me. I go in there and I just like I need to do this and he's like, "Well, okay." And then it's the same process cuz technology doesn't change your yeah. eyes or something and like yeah and it's, like but it's that, the same guy like
1: those people those people are doing the hustle of the contract work because they're hopping between the two stores and like their t- their days off will be like they'll be like Tuesday and Saturday will yeah. be the two days off because they have to work on Sunday or whatever the hell and like they're they just have they to ha- fit people in and, so they can make money and, and and like because they need the contract work to work like yeah they'll go between like these two stores on alternating days or whatever because yeah. that's how they get their schedule full like that's
0: yeah, that's it's, normal jobs. But that it happens. Yeah, it, I, I don't understand. I think it's the programming part where they're like, I don't get it. How can you do the contract work by never leaving your home? And it's like, yeah, because I'm not literally programming with a pipe and tools. I don't go to a company and like hit a computer with a wrench and go like, you're programmed now. Like, I. Sit it's at it's home one of those moments where it. the
1: code starts to show on how some people process information in the world. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, this is why I can't like try to reach you on like topics of like. Explaining to concepts of racism and things like that or talking about like urban development situations (laughs) and like these are very specific key or like Like, differences between like like how different schools have different qualities and that affects entire people's lives and everything like that like i can't even start to touch this stuff because you can't even process slightly different jobs yeah it's like some people are so on rails i don't even i don't know how they got there and, their, I, and, their I parents, and I, as
0: far as I can tell, they can't be broken. Of it's, a, it. it's like abuse. Their parents tell them to go on the rail and they sit them on it and they push them on the rail. And those kids just don't deviate because they're like, I'm supposed to do this. My parents did this and they're successful and I don't want to not be successful. No, someone needs to walk over to that kid on the rails and push him off and throw him I, on the ground. I've had, I've had the most interesting conversations,
1: especially with my dad, because I literally like I just I worked with him. Yeah. For hours and hours every day, just alone with him in a shop just working on shit and it's like you just will talk and stuff and it's like i've been so blown away sometimes by like how there are concepts and I'm like i'll be non-competitive i won't be like this isn't like opinion wars time yeah this or isn't like a that. fight i'm just I'm like just i'm just like trying to have a conversation and like i've taken i would develop strategies and learn new approaches and like Find different ways to approach the same subject over and over again and stuff like that. And it was amazing how, like, some things have just seemed incompatible entirely. Hmm. And it was, like, it was, like, literally, like, being, like, plug outlet and, like, try, trying to show somebody yeah. this thing. And you try to, like, every day you try to come up with a different way to explain how to do the, th- the thing or, like, how this idea works. And just never. Yeah. And I'm, like, I... It's, it's, it's amazing. Because, it's... like, that's that's that those kinds of fundamental misunderstandings are actually
0: affecting the entirety of it, how american yeah, society it works it affects society as a whole when you can't just and it's not just so simple as like you just need to adapt old man it's like you need to break your bad habits and your bad habit happens to be your view and your uh, like the way you view the world you need to like stop looking at the world in a way that your forefathers and their forefathers looked at you need to look at the fact that the world is Like two million percent off rails. Every day something ridiculous happens that I go like I can't believe I'm in the prime universe. Or like Like, this is stupid. Or
1: just the horrible the horror to think about like is this coming for me now like yeah do i hit an age where i stop processing new ideas or like is it or is the damage supposed to have already been done by now and like have I, think, I i want to say am i different like how you can't know until it's yeah. too late and then when, when it's too late you won't know see i don't I feel <laughs> you'll like, never
0: know i feel like it's i feel like it's your 20s like by the t- by the time you reach by the time you reach like your late 20s if you have this like super solid super secure 100 percent. i know exactly what's going down for the rest of my life plan and you've had that plan for a long time you feel like like the you feel like that plan has been with you forever you're a problem you need to change that stop doing what you're doing like that's that is you and i'm not saying you have to like you can't do any of that stuff i'm saying you need to take a step back and go like is that is that you so, saying that or is that someone I, else i've done
1: you? the for longest time and I did it beforehand too, but it's kind of summarized by a quote I encountered from Vlogbrothers that I just I, I really enjoy. Which is they, they uh, I can't even remember which one did it at this point, which is a problem. But I think it might have been it might have been Hank because I think John might have been jealous over of him for coming up with a good thing when he's supposed to be the writer and stuff like that. Uh, is like he said, "The truth resists simplicity," mm. and like that yeah that so greatly summarizes something that I was already thinking, but it gave me a way to express it exactly yeah and that's something i always latch on to all the time is that like the answers for everything are complicated yeah if anyone ever presents to me an easy solution an easy answer for huge sweeping things then i know they're like a snake oil so it's salesman and like so like i and i've gotten arguments about this plenty of times in the past because people will talk about common sense And, like, whenever somebody poses common-sense solutions or common-sense anything, I immediately distrust them. Mm -hmm. Because common-sense is never actually, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, the common-sense solutions to problems aren't real. No. And generally, what you're actually saying when you say common-sense is you're, you're expressing the idea of you're already right. It's that feeling of, like, don't worry, you don't have to think anymore, you don't have to challenge yourself, you've been right all along, yeah. is what someone's saying when, they, when they're pandering to you by talking about common sense solutions, when they're actually talking yeah. about, like usually talking to a group of people that already agree with them, and, like, and they're just saying, we've been right all along, we don't have to think about anything, it's everyone else that's doing the problem, or
0: something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because common sense is just the idea of what feels right. And it's always, that's always bullshit. I, yeah, I'm one of those kind of, I mean, I, I'm not a good judge of that because I'm one of those kind of people that I can take any, any problem, no matter how big or how small, and I will, I will turn it into a nuclear explosion of like every possible avenue go down. (laughs) So like, it could be something as simple as like, do you want to eat toast this morning? And I could just be like, I don't know if that would be a mistake or not. And it's like, it will never be a mistake. It's just fucking toast. Like, you eat it, and you'll go, you'll go about your day. <laughs> but, like, I can sit there going, like, is it nutritionally valuable? I've been eating it every day, like, recently. Should I eat something different so I can change my body up? And it's like, I'll go through so many scenarios for every... Because in my mind, there can literally be no simple answer to things. There can't just be a, eh, just gut feeling. No, I you can't just gut feeling that shit away. Like, I don't... It's important. Every choice is important. Like... And I I re- I regret so many choices in my life because I just just I, went for something yeah, just went for something mm-hmm. and then it's like which is uh, the rough yeah. thing because even no matter how much you think about it, the majority of
1: your of your decisions are made almost like an automatic yes set because you're always making decisions at all times whether you're thinking about it or not just yeah. by existing and so there's and, so, and you it's just the ones you think about that you latch onto but pro- you don't know which ones you're thinking about
0: yeah the problem that always like bothers me is the ones I regret are the ones that are autopilot. It's why people that's, like that's, that's the ones like it's why hate. people
1: get like culture shock and like panic for a moment whenever they hear about like a hippie commune where money doesn't exist or something like that and like like this is too counter to all of my assumptions about how life has to work and yeah. what works so I have to like angrily prove you wrong and immediately show my dispassion my disapproval <laughs> of this thing because I have to like stamp it out yeah it makes me. It it's, pull, like a it, fi- it it's like a it's like a fire burning it, it, a hole in society it like pull, and it's like it yeah. pulls at the cards of my house of cards
0: and yeah. like and you're going to break everything. Yeah. Like that it's I mean which is how which is how communism scare worked, which is how like uh religion scares work, which is all that stuff Every word is scary like yeah. Yeah, with, like
1: like a uh, socialism, communism, anarchism, Muslims, libertarian. Like, Muslims are gonna get you yeah, because and, they're different, and sometimes because they're not Christian. Get them out! Because you didn't, like,
0: you haven't met them, so yeah. that means they're scary. It's and it's like, it's just all that kind of stuff. And and that's the thing I hate is that that mentality comes from an on rails life. You live your life on rails, and there's the things that are supposed to be there. Yeah, and we talk there's, about like the liberal brainwashing yeah.
1: of college and stuff. I'm like, we never talked about politics ever really yeah even in my politics classes which somehow every political teacher is always conservative somehow but also like yeah i was just surrounded by people who were different from me all the time
0: the, that's why <laughs> so that's, i met a bunch of different that's people the liberal agenda is to meld like, all the people together and make them not hate like, each other guess what you go to college and
1: suddenly no matter what, like especially if you're like me and grew up in an area that that wasn't the case uh, you go to college and suddenly there's a lot of Arabic people and there's a lot of Chinese people. Yeah.
0: And that's just part of it. If you go and uh if you go down a little bit ways are. from where you went to school at, it's a lot of Russian people and it's a lot of um what is it? It's a lot of Koreans.
1: Whereas like we like see an erratic driver and my mom will be like they're
0: probably Chinese and I'm like what is okay. Yeah. I mean, but those are again, those are like on rail and, it, it, like, to me, I, that's why I say, like, to me, it seems abusive to, like, set that up. Like, there are things you can ask of, you know, there are things you can suggest of someone. Hey, son, I would suggest you would go to college if you wanted to get, like, a, a specific job. If you want to be an astronaut, you got to go to college. You know, there's specializations. But it's not a force. It's not a choice. It's not like a, it's not a, you have we to have do the, it.
1: Because we have the scary system where, like, you're literally not... you're already making important decisions about how your life's going to turn out before your brain's even done developing. Yeah. Like, you're still working, like, like... Throughout high school and everything, your brain is not done yet. No, like one, close, one of the big things, actually. is like the, <laughs> the part that deals with like empathy and shit like that, is still working on. it, Which is why a lot of kids are like really horribly cruel in school settings and stuff like that. And then they're like, "Oh, sorry, I did all that stuff." When they say so what they say when they're like twenty five, it's
0: too late now, sucker. It's like we're all <laughs> grown
1: up now, right? And stuff like that. But like, a, but some of that trauma like just sticks with people forever <laughs> over the shit they that they they went through. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, it's like you're not you you're not you don't have the faculties to make decisions about yourself yet but you've already made them yeah (laughs) it's the horrifying thing pretty much it's like you've already you've already figured out what job you're going to or what college you're going to and for some people it works out for some people you're that guy in my graduating class that like had a free fucking uh ride through flight school already dang it's like god
0: damn or you could be like the guy that was in my he essentially had grants that were worth worth the equivalent of like four hundred thousand dollars or you could be like the guy that was in my graduating class who killed himself on graduation night by getting drunk and running into a streetlight. Ugh. <sighs>
1: It's like you're not There are all walks of people in this life. But like a lot but like at that at that age, people are already getting people pregnant, they're already getting ready to, that's that's happening.
0: We <laughs> you we sound have like one of those mongrel no, fuck news I'm not, like, I'm not people not saying, out there are getting people pregnant and we can't stand. I'm not for doing it.
1: like reefer madness outrage type stuff. I'm talking about just the reality. Just of like, the reality that this like society has people changeable things are happening to people before they even know themselves. Yes. And they're marrying people and having kids and Already have career trajectories, and then you've you've made these decisions before you had the faculties to make them, and now you just have to live. And with then you it. wake and up, a, and a lot of people live with it by just justifying. it. They just can't. Con- they 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 I have to have been right,
0: otherwise, fuck. Yeah. This is my one chance. Yeah, and it's I hate. <laughs> it's I just call it complacency. You get complacent because if you think about anything else other than what you live with, mm-hmm. it's terrifying to you. You have to be. You have to like put yourself in that like. It's okay. Everything's good. I want this. I, I'm 100% certain, and like... Your dog's being bizarre with that bed yeah. right now. <laughs> and I think it's... And one of the things, too, is, like, there's so many different, like, uh, social stigmas that go on with choice, certain choices, and there's so many... Like, there's so many things where when you sit down and you question something, you have to, like, take a... You have to take, like, a multi-step process of going, like, I could have been wrong. I may have to fix this problem. I don't know how to fix this problem. And i don't know what the right solution is and yeah it's kind of scary but are you just gonna like negate all that because you it's because it's scary but it could your life could be so much better and you and someone will always argue sometimes
1: you are just wrong and committing to being wrong and doubling down on it like
0: just makes things worse i hate doubling down on wrong when i see people double down on it it just it, it like it saddens me because like I I will if I find somebody who's very committed to a certain topic, no matter who it is, I will always like if I if I say something they seem like really like you know yeah like really committed I'll back off because I'm like I don't want you to double down on this but <laughs> I don't know like how to like I have to like try to find a way to avoid talking about it ever again too because I can't. I just think like I had a in more innocuous
1: ways like I had like a D and D campaign where somebody like. They kind of made a mistake of like kind of wandering off alone ahead without checking with the rest of the party or something, and kind of got like murked. And but also there was an, a mis uh, there was like a, a misinterpretation of a particular mechanic and stuff like that. He like dramatically gathered his five hundred bags of dice and his folders and his papers silently, and then stormed off. And then came off. Wait, then he came back like half an hour later, pulled the DM separate from everyone, lectured him as if somehow separating him from the group makes it less obvious what's happening as if we can't all hear it and see the whole thing happening because he's the DM. He's not like, you're going to hide that. And also, then, the story
0: can't continue without him. And then, but then we're asking about
1: like, it's like, why why didn't you just like, because he was, he's framing his anger as being like, Like about the rules being broken or something like that. Yeah, it's like why didn't you just like when question it seems more likely that he was probably just ashamed and embarrassed of like the dumb mistake he made and like left because he's just the person that gets mad about those kinds of things. Yeah, and when he asked him, but since he was claiming the excuse was that because of the rules infraction that which he lectured the guy about, but most likely what happened, he's probably was angrily in the other room store like brainstorming ways that the dm is wrong to get out of this mess or something like that yeah it's probably what happened he's trying like no i'm right i have to be right and then like his excuse for why he didn't just bring up the rules clarification on the spot like we do in every tabletop game ever because tabletop games are all about constant rules clarifications because they're complicated unless you're playing Carcassonne, (laughs) uh yeah nice and straightforward uh his answer was like it's like it's like he basically said like uh it's not my job He basically said something along the lines of, like, if the stuff I would have said, I wouldn't have been able to take back. And then he just looked furious and stuff like that. It's like, really? You were going to say, like, a a friendship-shattering thing over, like, a misinterpretation over how magical darkness works? Like, really? It's like... You're taking that role-playing to the very extreme there, sir. And, like, and to this day, like, he doesn't get invited to things. And, like, he doesn't... Like, nobody wants to see him around anymore. Because, like, consistently, he is, like... He 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 won't ever like he will he's the type of person that will put other people down whenever they're wrong about something, but he will never tolerate ever other admit people. him being wrong. Yeah. And like he'll never he can't ever be wrong about anything and he'll take things as massive slights and he'll just commit to it and <laughs> he'll just stand by his own actions forever. Yeah. And it's like and it just it it just breaks everything down. And it's he. There's no cracks showing in the armor. He just commits yeah, to it forever. And I'm I, like, dude,
0: just I hate that shit. So and, much easier. If and I
1: just like acknowledge you were out of line for once or something. Yeah.
0: And I mean, my I I've experienced those kind of people myself. And I mean, like, especially with the people with life plans that are like that is like people are stuck on, on with their ways in life. Is like my sister is one of those people where like she is like 100% dead set that she must like she must get married she must have a family she must and it's like like it's i always have to explain to her like no you don't because she'll like get super depressed if she's like if she's not in a relationship she's like well i'm failing at doing my life plan like mm-hmm. I, I was supposed to marry this guy and It's like no you weren't you're were supposed get, to which just I get, hang out like,
1: i sit there in the room that i'm renting and i stare at the ceiling in my bed and i'm like i've been here for how many years now and like is this like where where will i be next yeah. where's this going am i doing anything right like i get that feeling yeah but i just wallow in it <laughs> I, I just accept the feeling of of distrust of my own future
0: yeah and i i just have it i as opposed to trying to hide it or escape it see i i the only thing i do is i like i said i overthink it i just think of every possible solution i i like half the solutions i think about i'm dead and it's not and it's not to say like i'm trying to kill myself it's just like I could get hit by a car. I could get hit by a bus. I could get hit by a truck. I can get hit by... Like, a lot... I go through yeah, every... God damn. the go Final through, Destination yeah, approach to things. I, still go, like, I go through as many scenarios as I possibly can because then I ease the anxiety. I don't feel as nervous when I think about the fact that tomorrow I could literally be President of the United States or... No, you can't. Yeah. That's you don't, not how it works. But I'm saying... That's I, if I,
1: definitely... There's reasons why they can't but be true. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the idea is like... You can the, get hit by a car tomorrow. Yes, thank you. You cannot become President. <laughs> there's... there's. You this, don't know that, that Keith.
0: No, there's, there's there's steps. Nope, I could kill uh, enough of them, and they'll all have to go back to me at some point. You could, I mean, you could make a fake thing called the, the United States in a video game and become president. Maybe, that's, but it's not the same thing. Like though. in like in ten years' time, I could be a CEO of a company, or I could be still working like dead end entry level jobs. I have no idea. But if I run through every scenario, no nobody working
1: at Walmart at sixty thought they'd be yeah, and unless if... they specifically went there when they were sixty because you know. Yeah, there are some jobs that are good for when you're older, and you're like, I gotta go back to work, and I'll be yeah. a Walmart greeter. But and a lot of people just are in a place forever. Yeah, like my like I had that that encounter with my mom. I uh, we went to a restaurant, and. Like, she is a supervisor at Chevron. Like, she's, like, she's been busy. Now, I, I don't mean the guy was to specify. I don't mean the gas station. I mean, like, the refineries. Yeah. Like, she went up the ladder, and she's doing good.
0: <laughs> and now she doesn't have to. the gas station. And, and,
1: in fact, she climbed ladders so much, she doesn't even have to climb ladders anymore. Cause she's done with she, that did shit. She run out of ladders? No. She did, used to work at the job where you'd climb ladders. But now not. Like oh, going up the oh, like literally shit. ladders. Yeah, actual oh. ladders. But that's what my dad did. He, used to, cli- med- yeah, he med- med- used to climb. Yeah, he used to climb like the stacks. Supervisory
0: and shit. And now, yeah, that's what yeah. my dad does too. He used to yeah. climb the stacks for. Uh, we find for... out our parents work in like offices next to each other. And no, my dad worked at 76 oh. in that Shell,
1: different company. Yeah, yeah
0: different company, but it's, they're in the same job. I bet. Which well, like, is like we went to a restaurant. Oversees. We went
1: to a restaurant, and like I one thing I know about my mom is that when she met my dad. She was working as a waitress. Like she was always working as a waitress for the longest time back then. She'd often work like two places at once and like, yeah. stuff like that. Uh it was a place she used to be a waitress at, and one of her coworkers was still there. That's from crazy. before I was born. And it's like I don't know what their plan was. Yeah. Is that what they wanted? Maybe or they is, got is, married. Is, is it working out? I don't know. I mean, like, that's the thing. is, like some people. That's the fear we all have is like, will we? is this the forever? Yeah. This thing that isn't quite I, working but is kind of working? And I like, like to
0: just. Does stuff just kind of work until you die? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I like to think, like, in my mind, I like to think nothing in your life is permanent. No friendships, no relationships, no family mm-hmm. members, no job, no home. No anything is permanent. It can just be taken from you. I can take anything from anyone instantly because I and anyone can do that to anybody, too. We all have that power. I like I can go up to some random stranger and be like, your kid is not here anymore and stab their child gone. I just took that away from you and I can just run off. And it's like anything can be taken from you. So don't think anything is a forever choice. Don't think everything is like set in stone. This is it. I done it. I'm you know, like I have all of these anxieties and all these fears is why people like stuff like Ready Player
1: 1. Yeah, cuz just comfortable and it's, familiar. And that's why and people they, turn their brains off. And they so they don't think about and they the just scary stop thinking.
0: and they just get their comfort blanket on and they say, "Member." Yeah. Like I this house has a 30 year yeah. had 30 year loan on it. Am I going to fucking want this house in 30 years? Probably not. But like will it still be here in 30 years? I don't know either cuz maybe you know, maybe the house will burn down, but like the—I <laughs> was like, "There's not a lot." I mean, you have burned it a few times. I have, and so I'm one lo- of the times, I'm literally looking past you at the patch of wall where the wall was burned. Still there, yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe <laughs> one day it will just finally burn down, but I don't know. But I took a loan for thirty years. Like, what? That's a commitment. That's stupid beyond any comparison. It's terrifying. But it's not even terrifying. It's crippling. Because it kind of binds you to a place that you maybe not want to be in for 30 years, but someone told you you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. My God, sir, so you must have that house forever, and your children's children will live in that house forever. So,
1: Jake. this was our dedicated question podcast where we got through our whole backlog of questions. It's our longest one so far, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, my God. It's three hours and 19 minutes, I'm plus so or minus sorry. sending time. We went places. Um,. We really need to get, like, somebody to... I mean, this is this might be better <laughs> than, well, than answering questions for all I know. Yeah, but, but I send mean... Send your questions to podcast at gmail.com. Maybe next week will finally be the one where we bring through our whole backlog. Maybe. So maybe I won't walk in and see another book I'm angry at on I'll, shelf I'll hide in my books, guys. <laughs> Although, I literally can't trace back the tra- trajectory of this podcast. You can't? It went to a lot of crazy, serious places and stuff, and I don't know what all the connected tissues were. I do. All I know is I look at the time, I'm like, alright, shit, time to record Zero Escape. (laughs) See you guys next time. Bye!